listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Rock and roll, man, roll and rock. I got tens, got twenties, got fifty blocks. I got smoke to buy, coke for sale. So much coke, got coke in jail. In the white rolls, rolls with my man for real. This little nigga got beats too fresh to be stale. But I'ma take you back to the early '80s when my cousin Stacy had the pearl Mercedes. My aunt cousin Wack had the black on black and Coop Legend with the golden back. And I was just a little young and running wild in hell, running wild, wild, trying to get that mail. Little shorty dudes trying to learn the grooves. I was 12 years old, bought it to school, but cause I was quick to flip, quick to sell that shit. You ain't from the hood, you don't know about this, but if you feel me, throw your guns up. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Saturday afternoon. Yes, sir. After already doing balls deep pregame and a spoiled movie review yes sir so premium people got plenty of stuff today yeah you got a note off from yesterday yeah so now it's time to give you guys your feedback uh because obviously we love to do that all right now feedback episodes for people who love the show and they leave comments and they leave us five star reviews and they want to let us know about the things that they thought about the things that we said and all that stuff throughout the week mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all y'all are some real troopers y'all are our favorites uh and uh many of you actually take the time out to leave five star reviews on itunes and stitcher yes you do you take the time out to email us leave comments on the website vote in the polls and also to give us your money many of you go to the website the black guy who com. look on the right hand side and decide to donate for uh to the show uh we also got emails voicemails and some gifts today and some christmas cards okay Yay. uh we still need to mail y'all out i feel like i've gotten everybody's i feel like we we're it's slowed down now i got everybody's mailing address i'm ready to print them out and give them to you guys so um but uh first things first we want to give credit to the people who gave us money mm-hmm. thank you i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day rita may see thank you so much rita bomani jones you guys know him from high noon on espn uh laura e thank you laura benjamin c we appreciate you ben got a one-time donation from uh born beautiful naturals who said hello my lovelies it's katrina i found y'all in december 2015 i'm celebrating three years listening to the blackout tips by slipping something into the offering plate life is so busy that i don't get to write in much but i literally listen to something from the blackout tips network every day i wish you a peaceful holiday season and a 2019 that enhances your becoming shout out to michelle obama i love y'all that's what i'm talking about thank you baby thank you miss hathaway thank you nicholas z thank you so much uh i put this in the wrong box thank you so much for wrong boxing um our girl olivia from chicago thank you mm-hmm. chandra b thank you chandra renate m thank you renate we appreciate you pete b we appreciate you pete uh black film press comics thank you so much make sure you go kick up some comics everybody mm-hmm. i like Ironheart issue one it's actually really good um all right that one's taking too long to load let's see oh they're all taking too long to load now well, <laughs> you know what that is uh that's excellent let's just uh 
but yeah speaking of comics i'm also reading this comic called blackbird you guys should check that out it's about like a latino girl who gets who's like embroiled in a in a world of wizards and warlocks and trying to figure out her powers and all this stuff and magical creatures i really have enjoyed it and it's still not loading what the hell (laughs) what is my phone not connected to the internet what is going on i don't know oh kirk i'm letting everybody down kirk franklin (laughs) i don't know i know they sing a hot in the background too oh my god i guess i'll just read these as they pop up because it's like this thing is oh all right david s (laughs) all right david from brooklyn thank you very much ricky a pretty ricky what they call him laura f thank you very much laura chris from hawaii appreciate you chris Mm -hmm. calfani g thank you met him in seattle tabitha m thank you tabitha brianna f thank you brianna april g we appreciate you april hey conrad uh official first time recurring donator thank you uh cory deticular thank you very much cory shout out to uh memphis um june my girl june from harlem thank you very much june dia h thank you dia we appreciate you as well um and alexis h no relation thank you so much uh kyle k very much not to be confused with the kkk Um, yeah two two separate groups totally different person with nothing to do with them oh and this is going back further than two weeks so i guess i read some of these people already all right shout out to my phone acting stupid (laughs) all right guys um let's get into what's going on my phone that's so anyway (laughs) let's get into the five star reviews we got two of them on itunes none on stitcher um and none on the spoiler review uh none no stitch on spoiler reviews i will check this one when i get done okay uh this is chaos storms who says five stars i stand okay 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 i've been following rod on twitter for over five years and i finally this past october decided to give a listen to this podcast and wow i love everything about rod and karen from the show format to the guests and all the hilarity in between i live in the rural eastern pennsylvania and this podcast is seriously what gets me through the lack of diversity up in here i feel you mm-hmm. uh thanks rod and karen for sharing so many parts of your life with the world and giving us all some light during the dark times heart thank you thank you uh madam butterfly says one of the best podcasts five stars rod and karen amazing podcast karen know what the, know that the shaman is effective <laughs> i've been listening for a little over two years and just getting around to leaving a five-star review you two have got me through the latter part of my engineering phd okay okay doc phd okay and i'm forever grateful for the nuanced conversations the unapologetic advocacy for black women and other marginalized groups and giving me an end to the daily news without having to consume it for myself to uh so i don't really i don't literally cry and yell all day i've learned and grown with y'all and as soon as i start making these phd coins i'll be going premium to support and i started my first job today hey hey first job i'm gonna need all the content for this commute oh yes that's one of the best ways to listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. keep up the great work and i'm always praying for your growth and continued success thank you thank you you know what throw a prayer up we can use it we don't mind come on um all right let me see if i can find uh the sport reviews um uh real quick why isn't it popping does shit automatically populate all right well guess i'll just search this way um 
and see if there's any for this there were none on stitcher for sport reviews mm-hmm. or regular so you got my stitcher listeners need y'all to do better step it up all right uh, we know y'all out there you gotta go to the website to lead a review unfortunately right of their, right set up but right. we are now at 119 sport room reviews out here for the general public we'll take that yeah i think it's really really strange on stitcher that you can leave it in the in the app they should post to the site but apparently that connection wasn't made okay no new reviews let's get into uh the website comments 1809 burning the bag uh we talked about people burning their bags up okay completely up uh one comment star dot star says i found the chore conversation so interesting because we didn't do stuff around the house just to be responsible or to keep our house clean my parents especially our dad taught my sister and i to how to do odd jobs repairs and upkeep one day because one day we would have the house he was teaching us how to maintain our inheritance which is kind of funny because we have four older brothers who ain't shit my sister (laughs) my sister and i will still go back to the house to help with yard and or maintenance because we may not live there but it's our home Mm, that's interesting so did he not teach your brothers or did they just not want to do it maybe i don't know i wonder you know what i mean he might have been like right that's but still i mean there's so many different ways that was a very opening conversation uh the poll was will kevin hart lose work because of this week yes 24 percent. no 76 percent. no all right lots of comments on this very long comments let's see kadesha says hi karen and kit kat thank you so much for your words regarding my voicemail and once again i apologize for being so scattered when i talk but i was just emotional and triggered remembering the first and only time i tried to come out to my mother in the end she told me that lifestyle choice will land me in eternal fires of hell oh and that was that never tried again i knew where i stood and yes as black people we are just used uh used to shit on a daily basis so when we get an apology sincere or not it becomes water under the bridge and on to the next day of bullshit that's why i'm so grateful you guys do what you do every day you show me that there are people out there who genuinely care speak up and lift us up i adore you too and i feel like i owe you a check for us therapy i don't feel like i'm a therapist but i appreciate you uh feeling like you know you're uh, in a place where you can Mm -hmm. be supported and hear some people that uh at least give a fuck because i i do think i don't know how to i don't know 100 percent how to i haven't figured the words out yet but i do think there's something about the illusion of social media and online and stuff and how it treat and how people are able to position themselves in these like what feels like powerful positions by being like i never forgive i never forget i don't let things go no apology is good enough i never make mistakes and you know all that shit there's like a way where you feel powerful but it doesn't actually mirror the real world and it doesn't Mm -hmm. and it doesn't move beyond social media in that way in that capacity too many of these people who make mistakes or are just willfully fucked up are continuing to prosper for me to think that social media is real in that way like um you know it it really people will accept any level of apology and um in in many cases they'll even take no apology yes they will you know like somebody can just be like fuck y'all and just keep doing what they do and a lot of people will support and move on this week i was just i felt like my timeline was inundated with clips of uh the breakfast club Mm -hmm. the show that everybody quit the right. show that everybody said boycott um and then they were sharing pictures of ray j's glasses an interview with mark lamont hill and mm-hmm. all that stuff it's one of the but reasons canceled and don't nobody watch him were millions of people listening somebody lying 
it's the reason i said i give up on the like 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 i just had to give up on the always being angry about shit that really people get right outraged about in a small sector and then they never really maintain that rage Mm-mm. at some point they're going around talking ray j's glasses being adorable because that's just what it is like they don't care that they called charlamagne a rapist a few months ago mm-hmm. or that Mm-mm. um what their favorite artist went on there after that happened and shit they don't care that those people are transphobic they don't care and so there's a certain point where if you're the only person that cares it drives you crazy but then there's also this thing where um like i said i don't have the full words for it but it's like you're constantly disappointed so there's some levels within life where you learn where it's like you know what close enough your intent does matter some people are out here purposely being offensive and and inflammatory and some people are just kind of making mistakes and somewhere along the line people stopped caring what the difference was but i never did and i think we should care um and that being said i'm sorry your mom would say something like that to you and that you know that's messed up and i i don't i don't understand it man i know religion gives people some ways to feel like this is wrong and this is bad but some this it's like that level of something goes beyond religion right they gotta be loving this so well yeah like it goes beyond religion because i just don't know how i can say that to the to the to the to the, the the child that that i bore like hey you you need you know you going to hell or something i don't know how you do that phil says i for one didn't don't think kevin hart would lose much if not anything for his inability to stop being so prideful his refusal to apologize got so little burn and the narrative has switched to oh man the oscars can't find a host host now they should have never tried to force that apology out of kevin so fast that he's been placed strongly in that victim category onto a random thought of mine the voicemail you all got this week from the emotional woman kadesha i think that's how you spell her name was truly tough as a cis black woman i would never know the struggle that she faces but i would like to send encouragement to her and i wish for the best for her thanks for another great show riding karen thank you ct says at kadesha kit kat is too cute oh look at y'all in the um look at our little community out here like girl we got your back i'll see y'all uh kit kat is so too cute karen can we start calling you that um well <laughs> technically if we being honest she said hi karen and kit kat so i was kit kat probably because i ate that kit kat all catty wampus and <laughs> yeah, shit. Brian is kit kat. but if y'all want to give karen that nickname that is fine with me <laughs> if i was a betting woman i bet it's going to be quiet out here for kevin hart i think it goes back to rise idea entertainment not being fun when it comes to being problematic i don't want to watch something and wonder what the implications are for watching the movie or show or special i don't want to think that my good inclusive dollars are going to a man that still thinks acting gay is beneath him the industry might not say anything but i think after 2019 kevin hart will be looking for work instead of getting work handed to him the smartest thing he would could do is just be quiet um, oh i completely disagree because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we talk we're talking from the perspectives of social media yeah. the fucking the, the rest the rest of them niggas out there don't, don't give a fuck I, like i'm just yeah. we don't want to admit that the rest of the people outside of our sphere of online that's always quote-unquote canceling people mm-hmm. that's a lot of people that actually support what he says or don't care about what he says or didn't even hear about what he said right so they're like hey kevin hart is is torn here's my money 
kevin hart got a new movie here's my money kevin hart got a new special here's my money sometimes we have to realize that the world is actually bigger than social media a lot of times social media is particularly if you're on facebook and twitter instagram it gives people the illusion that the world agrees or or their circles because depending on which platform you want you can filter it to so a lot of times you get everybody around you that kind of thinks alike and so a lot of times we fail to realize it's a lot of black people outside of us like we, we could protest with our dollars that's not a problem but our dollars is a drop in a bucket compared to the billions of dollars out there that people are just going to continue to give him money it's going to be people who who's going to hire him probably didn't even hear about this don't care about this on some board somewhere you know um well i feel like everybody heard I mean, about I mean, it i mean everybody heard about this yeah. but they won't care you know well, yeah saying? yeah i agree with that part i was just letting you know i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i'm sorry it's gonna be a lot of this is so big for his name and his career i think yeah i think people will have heard about it and not cared right i think kevin feels very accomplished but he is uh which he is but almost as if he's untouchable his pride is so large and his ego so bloated that he thinks he can simply refuse to apologize and most of hollywood turn down the opportunity for the oscars and time will be on the side in a few years and he'll just uh host the oscars later but he forgot a couple things one he's black uh hollywood don't fuck with black people viola still ain't making the money she should be making as an oscar winner but she's not a man and right. you know you got you got you kind of got to pull that card out there she's not a man mm-hmm. and a i do think of some time is going to pass and they're going to hire him for the job and he actually did apologize and that's the thing people had to pretend it was a, it, it, it was a forced apology but he actually did apologize that's and true. because he did apologize he actually finally came out and was like hey i fucked up and he might not have said it and i fucked up but it was a mm-hmm. forced apology it don't matter if it's forced or not an apology was made mm-hmm. and so since an apology was made eventually all will quote unquote be forgiven once enough time passes and you know as of now he's still a money maker now once he stops being a money maker that's a whole nother thing well money maker is relative because that's uh like i get her point about him being black because up mm-hmm. until this point we have done the one black person at a time thing with comedy correct and i could see them being like well you've had a good run and is it that fucking hard to replace you with the next dude Mm-mm. um and if that was if 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 it became a problem i don't now i don't think it will become a problem but 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 if it became a problem of like casting kevin hart is going to lead to bad media pr for our movie well let's just put little duvall in i i really think um that could happen and i just don't i just don't know that this controversy was enough uh in that wake um because people don't really care that much correct and and now he might do something else that people go oh no 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 and they just start pulling away and actually care you know once he start fucking up the money that's when people be like oh i don't want to hit that yeah but, fucking but, up the money is what i'm talking about though that's what she's talking about too okay is for other people yeah yeah if is if, if if the shit isn't profitable the movie if people start feeling like it's bad pr i just don't know that he's gonna fuck up i don't know that this was enough to fuck up the money yeah and a lot of times we feel like it is but right. it doesn't like i said before it boils down to it's billions of dollars out there that don't give a fuck because i'm to be honest i'm not even at a point i mean it's not like i see everything kevin hart puts out but it, even with what he did i wasn't even at a point where i was like and i will never watch a kevin hart movie again like it just seemed fucking stupid and like his pride made messed up an easy win for him and then he ended up apologizing anyway so it just seemed like kind of pointless but you know i i don't know it's it's like that controversy compared to many others just felt kind of light work for him that if you know it felt like a problem he didn't need to have that he made a problem 
you know he created an unnecessary problem and and then i think a lot of people will look at it as he quote unquote lost the oscars and they'll make it seem like it wasn't that bad watch they're gonna it's gonna be like well remember when he lost the oscars it won't be remember when he willfully gave up the oscar because he would rather uh you know rather have homophobic jokes and shit that he defends yeah and also uh so many people came out the woodworks and jumped on that grenade when they didn't have to mm-hmm. that i know he you know oh that's fr- true from, too, from yeah. overall perspective he will be just fine like yeah. so many people was just like fuck them and none of, a lot of black men came out yeah and jumped on the grenade and the nigga still apologized because it actually matters to kevin it don't matter to them because they don't have any stakes in it but it matters to kevin and those men that spoke represents a large group of people people have to realize when the people come out like that it's other people that don't have the platforms they have they feel the same way well they represent a large group of black men i don't Correct. know that black men are representative of most of what the way hollywood feels no, about it no, no, well, um, yes, or yes. representative of the people that go see kevin hart movies yeah but i do think you know it, it is a percentage of people yeah i mean yeah um yeah they represent more than themselves um correct but i i don't know it'll de- it really honestly shit like this it really depends on if you pissed off enough white people and i don't think that did nope especially when i saw the spin of like he just working i mean look he made the jokes what about what white people did and uh you know now they ain't got no host and if he can't do it who can and it's just like well damn i mean i didn't realize y'all were gonna be so you know on this dude's you know side but i think a lot of people did end up on the side all right mm-hmm. back to the comment um uh she should be talking about viola davis she should be making an oscar winner uh she should be making the money she should be viola still ain't making the money she should be making as an oscar winner when you compare her to other white women oscar winners uh so if the black people that are getting the awards aren't held to the same standard as the whites what makes you think you have ascended behind blackness enough to where people will treat you like the white people and forget your transgressions yeah i, I i'm like i said i don't think anything's wrong with that logic uh i think this scandal won't be the one but i agree Correct. there's a different standard for black people um yes and it's not really about debating if it's good or not or if you can or not it's literally just this is the standard keep fucking around if you want to because they will cancel your ass and you won't even know what happened you sure won't the phone calls will stop ringing and all that stuff yeah um kevin is hot today uh but so was cat williams less than a decade ago what makes you think his flame won't be extinguished what makes you think uh we won't just find the next funny black man the black man on the show with jazz hilarious lou rawl or something will gladly take your place in line he already standing up for black women that hasn't said nothing homophobic that has had to apologize for it yet so already two steps ahead of him well um yeah that's interesting though because um <laughs> it's just interesting because it's like i wonder if dudes like that pay a cost for standing up for black women you know what i mean like do they pay do they pay a little bit of a cost for being like uh this outspoken person and shit would do i just hollywood like oh wary of those guys like eh because there's a type you know can we just say that without like trying to offend anybody right even the woke black dudes they like the woke black dude that is accepted by white people they Correct. prefer for you you know I, I shouldn't say prefer but it's not coincidence a lot of the woke black dudes gonna have white spouses a lot of the acceptable white black dudes are kind of like well you know um 
you know i'm gonna make funny fun of blackness and being black in some ways that might make black people kind of uncomfortable it's you know so i i think um you know or they do that all lives matter type of shit or it's just about being funny like it's a meritocracy and stuff like that so i do think that um i wonder i wonder not think i wonder if there are dudes who advocate for black women that they're like and eh, we can't he can't be the guy you know yeah and also uh when we talk about cat williams the thing is cat williams never quote-unquote got counsel we might not have been following him he might not have had the quote-unquote true spotlight that's true but his bag he still got a bag you know and he like, didn't do nothing to get canceled like it wasn't right. like he did something and white people decided no more cat williams um his his comments were too much i mean now he well he did get a lot of arrest though he got arrested a lot but i feel like that's a self-inflicted wound that's not the same as saying something controversial or doing a joke that people didn't like right so people like oh you keep getting arrested you know what yeah i can see them saying this nigga can't stay out of jail right which is something that you know when it comes to white people depending on who you are they will let slide so that's what that's what that schism rolls in there Mm -hmm. but like i said just because you don't follow somebody or or they not in the in the mainstream it doesn't mean that they're they ain't making income and that that their career is quote-unquote dead because we don't see it uh in my opinion yeah um all right so uh back to it look km not saying kev ain't funny i'm uh okay okay, look okay i'm not saying kev ain't funny i'm not gonna act like i didn't laugh at that stop that's gay jokes he delivered them during the special but as i've gotten older and chosen to be more informed i know that these jokes aren't okay and what and what's real true creative comedic genius would be is to find the humor in something else that isn't abusive go to a gay club make jokes about how uh how you ended up on the pole or something talk about how your lesbian cousin loves her woman more than you love your wife do something else besides being the biggest if not i hope his pride is worth the less loss of income in the future yeah that's the uh, now see that part is the part that i, I never really understand why not just because your job as a comedian some people look at i guess they look at comedy differently but a lot of people look at comedy as like forcing themselves on the audience and i don't mean that sexually or anything but mm. like forcing their mentality on the audience to where they must laugh at what i find funny and then to me that's not necessarily like comedy is part of that but to me the best comedy is like kind of taking reading the room reading the world reading society and kind of playing with where society is at and finding the truth and where the humor in those subjects like i don't like when we talked about cardi b and offset we we weren't on here making jokes about how funny it was he cheated on her and he was trying to get her back and all this shit because to me i'm like that's society's kind of fucked up that's fucked up that's really not funny to me but i can make fun of him talking about bruh uh when you're apologizing to a woman that you've scorned and all this shit like to me that's like where the funny is it actually took me a day or two to find that I, it wasn't something readily apparent to me but it's like god what a ridiculous dude you know to to, to do that um might as well say my nigga you know what i mean so it's just that moment of like oh, okay that's what's funny i don't know why comedians always reject and go back to like no i'm gonna make you well not all comedians but a lot i'm gonna make you laugh at the thing i said fuck what y'all talking about and if you boo me if you don't want me performing in your venue or your college or whatever that's your fault i'm it's not my fault right and the thing is just looking at kevin hart and his career he really wants to please everybody 
Mm-hmm. so you go the last thing he really wanted to do was fuck up his bag and in mm-hmm. his mind him rejecting and quote unquote not wanting to apologize in his in his mind not that it made sense in his mind he was like i've already apologized i feel like i'm tired of apologizing for the same well, shit maybe this is what he's, he's addressed he's addressed right, he's, he's not apologized I, I like the only reason i'm cor- correcting that language is because he said addressed and oh, he said addressed, a lot of people but not just that he did address it he never apologized my bad. and i've i've listened to podcasts at the podcast at the podcast of people saying he apologized and mostly to be on his side and make him the victim he did not apologize Mm-mm. and i've read those excerpts where he addressed it he didn't apologize he basically said i'm gonna stop telling those jokes because i don't want to get in trouble he did not say i'm sorry or these jokes were wrong it was y'all too sensitive now so i think that's a very important distinction and i just want to make sure our podcast isn't one contributing to that narrative yeah i i yeah that, that's my bad mm. um but he said he's addressed it and he didn't want to address it again but it's different between addressing something and apologizing and at the end he still ended up doing some form of an apology right after all that shit so you might as well have apologized when they first came to you versus telling them no right i agree uh cory says yes he will be offered fewer gigs but he will still get a lot of offers he could probably use a vacation anyway who knows maybe he'll now have time to read some books on intersectionality he might end up uh work you know doing a better job you know uh at, at the stuff that he decides to do now who knows steven says unfortunately he will not lose work not because he apologized a second time but because most of the industry's response has been it was just a joke or he said sorry once what do you want even if uh even if more uh even if people want to po- won't publicly defend the joke they might have privately lied to the joke in the past now see that is some real shit and i think that always gets lost in this stuff a lot of the people who are going after him like super woke people being super aggressive and all that shit a lot of those motherfuckers did used to laugh at that shit and that's the universal truth that a lot of people don't want to talk about because it's very inconvenient to be like we participated to his rise by laughing at that shit you know i'm not a big fan of his but whatever but you can find something i guarantee you can find something that i laugh at that you laugh at that everyone listening to the show laughs at that that is not in jive that does not jive with their like political opinions or their correct personal feelings or whatever the fuck and i feel like the fact that people won't admit that is more harmful than than even laughing at the shit in the first place it's like you're a liar you're lying to the world uh i've laughed at dave Chappelle make jokes about r kelly peeing on girls i mm-hmm. i laughed about um when he had friday night sissy fights and they had to do dancing the ass and titties while cutting the grass and leather chaps mm-hmm. the show was the most popular show on the earth at the time yes it was. a lot of people were laughing at that shit now we go back and if maybe if he did the joke today there might be people that don't find it funny you know people share videos of uh dudes dressed up in bikinis and dancing and saying all kinds of crazy shit and we laugh at it but someone could be like well that's just being transphobic or that's being so i think there's this thing where everyone's crossed this line into like we don't even we don't even know how anyone ever thought this was okay it's like that's that's not realistic let's be fair and be like eddie murphy had the world laughing at his homophobia mm-hmm. he had the world laughing because the world's homophobia we're all complicit in that shit we know better we hear from more voices now for a lot of us it doesn't mean that uh we can go back and retroactively take back the the fact that that dude was popular or the fact that people loved him or the fact that he apologized and people still let him quote unquote stay around 
we can't take all that back you know i wish people would just be more realistic about it because if everybody kind of admits that shit i feel like we don't have to be so fake and uptight about it you know i've been seeing um well i'll get to this in another show but yeah it's just it's just weird that people go so hard to the point of i think and i'm saying this because i don't want people to exhaust the fucking momentum of positive change with like hey we need to be more sensitive to this this and this i think those are good things i think when we start lying in order to create this false uh narrative that nobody was ever fucking with this shit i feel like well now you're making the people on the other side you're helping them because they can be like no this was popular y'all did like this like y'all like y'all changed not the comedian not this not that and 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 uh y'all did think it was funny and that's why this person thinks that shit is okay to say and we have to be like yeah as a society we gotta be accountable for that we created this environment and then we want to just like shun the people that use it to profit as if they were just like the good the bad guys and we were all like i can't believe this is so bad but nah he he rose to prominence uh as a as a popular comedian and because more than black people but a lot of people thought this shit was okay and if they didn't think it was okay they 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 chuckled and moved on but yeah now you know that now you know the other side of that because we have lgbtq people talking about their lives and being like yo someone fucking i wanted to kill myself uh my parents disowned me uh i was fucking abused because of this and now we're like oh so that's why you can't really be on the side of it's funny to be gay that's it uh anyway but i know that's a lot longer to say than just he's a bad person and we should never laugh in the past whenever i heard hart and other comedians tell such a key low-key high-key homophobic jokes it would make me feel uncomfortable but i would just shrug it off and keep on with the rest of the comedian's joke set now we're in the time of accountability people are finding a voice to speak out about these micro slash macro aggressions yeah i mean that's the thing like karen said when you woke you can't go back to sleep or whatever mm-hmm. it's kind of like that it's hard to turn my brain off of certain shit and there's I look i fucking love dave Chappelle. i love that i think he's so fucking funny i think at his highest of heights he can make jokes that nobody else can make and make it make sense and mm-hmm. make me and make me laugh um but his last like two or three specials like he got big chunks of the special where i'm like this shit isn't even really that funny you know to a certain extent it's beneath you on the level of like how funny you can be those are like jokes you could have cut from your long ass sets mm-hmm. uh because just because they were retreads or not funny like someone's already done the uh man a woman with a penis somebody's already done that joke a million times some fucking like stand up who's just doing like a fucking open mic has done that set and is and it was you know and it's like it's beneath you to a certain extent like the story where he talks about winning a bunch of money in a like a either a comedy or a rap contest or something and walking out like riding the bus back to his house with twenty thousand dollars or whatever it was in his backpack and feeling like everyone was staring at him and every he was gonna get robbed and it's like everyone could know and he was like looking at people and then he was like (laughs) the punchline was something i know i'm bad i'm fucking this joke up but Mm -hmm. the, the punchline was something like imagine if i had pussy on me all the time and it's just like like it was like like basically saying all that to be like it must be scary as fuck to be a woman in a world of people that look at you the same way they would look at you if they knew there was twenty thousand dollars in your backpack all the fucking time and i'm like damn that's a brilliant fucking analogy a funny ass joke got everybody in the room to do it but it's almost like the masculinity in us the uh 
rebellious side of funny people is especially men is just like y'all ain't gonna bitch me and make me say that thing that agrees with everybody so i'm gonna say it in a way that's actually fucked up so anyway i don't think kevin hart is homophobic but he is a cishead black man who might have some more work to unlearn his ingrained homophobia like racism sexism homophobia is ingrained in our cultural fabric and people are still unlearning all the facets of homophobia that was recently seen as acceptable yeah it's not up to me to say whether he is or not in that way but i think those jokes definitely were and if somebody were to say he was i'd be like yeah i'm not even gonna argue with you same it's like the offset abuse thing i'm not i don't know that it's up to me to define what abuse is in that situation i know that if somebody said it's abuse i wouldn't argue with them i'd be like that's you know like i wouldn't do that shit i don't think it was cool to do and if you want to label it as that's an abusive situation uh okay like i'm not fighting you at all Mm -mm. i don't speak for all black lgbtqia people but i speak for this one here it's great that he apologized twice now but it would be even greater if he acknowledged the impact it had on the community and rebuked those who are standing with kev in the name of it was just a joke and he already said sorry i'm not the cancer culture and i have empathy for his growth and that backlash he might have faced but right now i'm not feeling him and to answer the poll he won't lose work because people uh uh oh people don't think the offense is that serious there is so much more to say about all this but i will stop with this he apologized to america about his infidelity an apology he owes to no one but his wife but was reluctant to expand on his apology to gay folks uh sigh you both have beautifully talked about this subject on the podcast and on what's the tea with nick and reg seeing all sides of the issue killed the good work much love steven thanks steven thank you very nice of you um yeah and um yeah that's the thing man i like homophobia and much like the word abuse encompasses so much shit that i understand when people use it for and this is all relative but go with me here quote unquote little stuff as well as big stuff like so on the scale let's say kevin hart's uh i'm gonna hit my son uh because he's gay quote unquote joke because he was saying it to be funny to me that is less of an offense than the person that says i'm seriously going to kill my kid if they're gay because obviously one of y'all is not it's not even a joke but both of them are still to me homophobic you know what i mean um kevin's thing about he won't play the role of uh any role that would require him to be gay or have a gay be a gay character or whatever because of his own hang-ups about that like there's a way he could have said that and and not and maybe it'll be a lie but he could have said that same thing by saying i don't want to take the roles from gay people and if you want to play get one a gay character why not just hire a gay actor and people would be applauding him like yo thank you that's what i'm talking about hire gay people to play gay what's wrong with that but instead it turned into like how i'm gonna be gay ain't nobody gonna believe that you know that type of thing and and it it went the other way so but uh yeah it like i, I appreciate you saying that because we talk about a lot of stuff that in the gray area on the show and it's not as black and white as maybe people would like it to be but i feel like it's honest in a way that is not that everybody's not being honest like that you know or if they're honest then you know they just feel the way they feel and we feel how we feel episode 1810 celebrity fuckery we had two comments this is the one that started the cardi b shit um t burris says 
hey there rod and karen i normally nod along in agreement and talk to myself while listening to your podcast episodes but today's lgbtq segment really hit home for me i'm far from a religious person but i do carry a bit of faith that things happen for a reason i was introduced to your podcast maybe three years ago by dominic rivera shout out to dom out uh puerto rico uh suave he sold <laughs> he sold me immediately by describing your podcast as a husband and wife who was able to turn their conversations with each other into a whole business i've been hooked ever since i'm a super big fan and have you guys in my ears honestly every single day trying to catch up on old episodes but i can save that journey for another time the discussion over the teacher getting fired for intentionally using the incorrect pronouns to address his student gave me a bit of hope in this crazy world my 14 year old son now going by christopher came out to us as trans about six months ago and it's been quite the ride i've been so down while staying trying to stay positive and supportive for him thinking about all the challenges he will face with employment discrimination trying to date and overall just navigating this world surrounded by so much ignorance he's so smart and i know as his mom it may sound biased but i know he's fully capable of doing anything he wants in the future i'm so fearful of the pushback and the doors that will close in his face simply because he is living in his truth we are currently in the process of meeting with the school counselor to find out what the steps are to officially change his name in the school how they address the bathrooms and exactly what rights we have yo this is one that's so dope that y'all are so proactive to go try to tackle that beforehand so won't be no shock so we can do it so we can go ahead and make pre and make decisions up front right that's so being proactive in that situation because it has to be new to you it has to be foreign to you to then have to go and be proactive on this that's 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 really smart um and because you like i don't want no surprise quote unquote surprises right uh the other thing is these are considerations that i think a lot of people don't even think about Mm -mm. like it's never crossed my mind really that oh yeah if this is your child i need to go figure out how are we changing his name how are we making sure he's addressed correctly how are we making sure it's okay with the bathroom situation what is the thing with the locker room like how are y'all gonna treat this um what is my child most comfortable with like i don't want like yeah because i'm trying not to have any problems and i need to know now if y'all gonna be a problem because i don't want to have to be up here ready to fucking fight every week right and i can put my child somewhere else you know because i will be up here no, I'm just kidding. right because right, <laughs> i will be up here if needed right i will come my ass up here. we live in northern virginia so my ears definitely perked up when i heard about the firing this teacher although this happened in southern virginia i've been assured by other parents that our high school is really progressive and accepting of other trans students that are attending but that can only ease my fear so much i just wanted to say that i appreciate you guys bringing these issues to light so often sometimes i really feel alone in this and i just wanted to protect my child hearing you guys passionate on the subject warms my heart and i really think it was kismet that i started listening to and uh i have to say i found strength at times in your voices oh thank you anyway this was extra long sorry no need to apologize just know you guys continue to inspire and although you may not have asked to be role models my son definitely looks up to both of you oh oh our favorite thing is sweetie thank you uh and our favorite thing is to sing along and dance to sylvester's do you want to funk take care love you guys tiana b aka oh curvy tv oh hey, sweetie. instagram faith um yeah um that's dope and i'm sorry that after sylvester we have to do all that horrible news right. i'm so sorry you dance up front so you can yeah. cry on the back trying end. to spread awareness you know what i'm saying we trying to uh you know trying to shed some light on some things but uh yeah i'm sorry that right after that it becomes uh the fucking 
uh crossroads uh kyle says as, <laughs> as, as someone who was a kanye fan since middle school hearing yay talk about how people need to respect his mental health is rich what about all the people you talked shit about over the years what about whitney houston's family or amber rose same old kanye <sighs> yeah like it's funny because uh this episode in particular i don't know how it happened but people only focused on well i know how it happened because cardi's a lot of people's fave people only focused on the cardi b segment but i mean ain't nobody right in to be like y'all really didn't give the time to kanye's mental health or y'all didn't get a time to pete davidson's suicidal ideations or y'all didn't you know i need you to be more clear because everybody because my whole point with this episode was like so much shit was happening before um, you could analyze anything it was, it was so on to the next cha- thing it was so chaotic it was like another nigga was fighting before you could even talk it's like motherfuckers was already on the internet being like no this ariana grande is trying to make pete davidson kill himself and i'm like i what and then but before you can say anything it's like tyrese is like y'all need to stop fighting i'm like whoa where you come from celebrity death matches in this thing right will cardi take offset back yes and they'll live happily ever after yes but he gonna cheat again or no that was the poll karen Seventy five percent of the audience agrees with you. Yes, but he gonna cheat again. Four percent say yes and they'll live happily ever after. Twenty one percent say no. I hope it's the first one. I really do. I really meant to add one more option, which is yes, but she gonna cheat, but uh I forgot. Uh C T says, Ha yo, these poll poll results have me cracking up. As a Thursday evening, everybody said yes, that nigga gonna cheat again. It took me out. But for real, he getting more so he getting someone pregnant and they gonna call it a comeback when they get over the break baby and culture has a little brother. Then it's gonna be hashtag black love all up and down my timeline. Laugh my ass off. Don't at me, it's just jokes. But I love y'all bye. Ha <laughs> Yeah, uh it's funny C T because uh at well as of this recording, they already did uh they went on vacation for christmas together and took a picture on a jet ski uh at the same time smiling at the camera and shit and i was just like this is why i do not invest in them loving hip-hop ass relationships Mm -hmm. man Mm -hmm. like i'm not doing it i'm not going through this with everybody like i know that's people fave but i'm not about to be using her as a launching pad to talk about uh relationships man it's it's just futile if you've been keeping up with her and and since since the start then you know that it's gonna be some situations where it's just gonna be like a facebook meme you know like uh uh you know like the father wrote in and said that like she took the picture of the baby and put it online when she wasn't supposed to do that and it messed up the record for the ain't nobody gonna accuse her of financial abuse or child abuse or whatever for them pictures like they like cardi you know and if that was the opposite way if she was gonna use the baby for some promo and uh and offset was the one leaking the pictures oh, they'd be highly upset. yeah and i know i'm right on this like like i i don't know i'm just not caught up in the hype on it so i know that i'm not tripping when i'm saying i see a lot of people that are more about liking her than they are about whether or not this shit qualifies as whatever like it is but they don't want to hear that shit because you know that's too real like they just want you to go along and be like yep it's everything yep yep everything y'all said is right all these other niggas is wrong and i'm like no them niggas is wrong but also i be careful investing too much in cardi because she live a crazy life and she don't really give a fuck what mm-hmm, we think mm-hmm. 
uh, <clears throat> and then also the other reason i said it the way i said it is because i like to leave some room for the fact that if this shit turns out to all be a publicity stunt i want to be like okay cool like i don't hate either one of y'all or whatever and for everybody that got upset that's fine like y'all got to deal with them people but you know i don't think it's beyond a reality star and a couple that lives that much through like instagram and shit to have like think that they're especially after beyonce and jay-z kind of sold their relationship trauma i don't think it's beyond anybody anymore to be like they could be selling this shit i don't know you hope it you hope that people are being honest and real but i don't know anybody anyway amani says episode eighteen eleven fantasy hate crime rod over here concerned about the wrong things with that pastor my man don't even give his wife the best lambo money could buy we had to be modest jesus wouldn't have got the best limbo <laughs> what kind of broke boy preacher preacher is that he couldn't afford the lamborghini vino wait Venino roadster i don't it's, know what that is it's only a cool 4.5 million but my man went Ooh. with the understated struggle car you should really be thanking him don't worry about what me and my wife do i hear you i won't worry about what's going on at the top of things while i'm at it <laughs> anonymous says i'm black and latino you could be both black is a race latino is an ethnicity we 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 know uh I, I know guess the race is just a game but i definitely won the bonus round this week my point oh so you got it right okay anonymous good for you but yeah we know uh eve says has anyone seen megan kelly lately because i think she's the one who vandalized black santa oh <laughs> i hear shanking black santa someone photoshopped that the poll was which one is better love and light or thoughts and prayers karen which one is better mm-hmm. which one do you prefer love and, i prefer love and light okay all right um i think i prefer thoughts and prayers if you're gonna send me something thoughts and prayers got a bad rap because uh you know some shoot school shootings right that's how i was like <laughs> love and light but yeah I, I don't mind thoughts and prayers and and uh you know i'm I'm fine with it at yeah. least i know you're thinking about me right I've, i mean like on the off chance that i'm wrong about this whole god thing you know i appreciate the thoughts and the prayers more than the love and the light you know let's cover our bases that's all i'm saying what if i'm wrong <laughs> send me some thoughts and prayers he might be listening i don't know what's she i don't know they <laughs> have no idea what's going on up there uh so stevens so anyway 70 percent of people say love and light 30 percent said thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers need better pr man i right steven says well actually lol love and light is my ag- agnostic non-christian way of saying you know i'm not going to actually pray for you so love and light wow i bet you won't type that whole thing out steven (laughs) (laughs) next time someone my mother's in the hospital well i'm not gonna actually pray for you but love and light (laughs) truly lol at bohemian rap cds lol another note preachers do and should get paid a salary especially if that is their full-time job bigger than church bigger than salary yeah i mean sure but mm, my nigga um that's a little bit um slippery slope as to what becomes ostentatious and what is uh kind of a legitimate salary like a lot of people do kind of feed into this whole like my preacher is a mascot he got the biggest house they made a highway ramp for him to go straight to church uh he got a limo he look at his clothes that i've seen that at least within the black community Uh, i'm guessing white people probably have some similar stuff with their mega church preachers i don't know I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming, assuming so yeah but i've seen i've been privy to those conversations and that shit ain't about jesus at all lastly y'all ain't shit for making puns of the man dying outside the wing spot there's that's someone's brother 
father son there are many people who hold him tenderly in their hearts oh i'll see what you did there Mm-mm-mm. that's messed up man well i'm not gonna get all sad and blue cheese over this oh ct says love and light is whack thoughts of prayers just give sound like a smart ass comment but <laughs> but makes me laugh and think someone is being shady it's it's classic thoughts of prayers is good for sarcastic sarcasm though i did not think of that because i don't never use it in that manner offset gate day three um we got many many comments uh eight comments on this one let's see Ooh, what everybody's saying to say. yeah we talked about a lot of stuff though not just offset but still um so let's see who had something to say um ray says i just want to say i appreciate your nuanced approach to cardi b offset issue one thing that very few people realize is that sometimes abuse victims don't want to leave their abuser stockholm syndrome is very real a lot of these situations involve dependency of some kind or it's possible the victim grew up in an abusive home so they view that treatment as quote-unquote love which allows them to accept it abuse especially in romantic relationships isn't an easy problem to fix even more so when there are kids in the picture women sometimes choose to suffer more than they usually would for the sake of their children right you're right we don't know the details of what's going on and even if we did cardi is the only person who could stop it that's all i'm saying it's hard to watch people we care about go through this but we must allow people the freedom to make their own mistakes i wish cardi like i wish cardi like i wish for any abused partner i wish them safety and courage find a healthier relationship oh, that i swear that's that's all i'm saying i don't know how that's confusing because i'm like i don't know her to know what is actually happening and i think any of us that feel like we absolutely know what's happening then then we have gotten we've lost the plot we don't know these people you know when i saw people saying she was gonna get murdered she was being beaten and stuff if y'all have some evidence of that or whatever other than just an inclination then so be it but i don't have enough experience with that type of lifestyle or what people like that do to even be like as a well my opinion they definitely doing this that, and the other so people it's like people wanted me to like i don't know dance for them or something like to present uh uh, their opinion as my opinion i don't know and there's nothing wrong with me not knowing like that i'm not a bad person and i'm not on offset side for not fucking knowing what this is like for not being like because i don't like i said i know how i feel about my personal relationship but i don't know how everybody feels or if that is even um societally acceptable there's things within my relationship i would never tolerate that before you get to this offset shit y'all you people that are listening go through these things and deal with these things every single day and find a way to make your quote-unquote love work mm-hmm. and i don't want to pass judgment on you because it's mm-hmm. not my fucking business right it's not my relationship and i'm not talking about physical violence or any of that mm-hmm. shit i'm talking about i don't like i don't do the silent treatment if we're not um like we talk here you know what i mean we don't raise our voices we don't yell at yeah, each other yelling stuff no we, we don't, don't call fuss, each other names we don't fuss and fight like we, like like we might jokefully like right call each other you know but not in an argument right like not when no anger is up and like i said these are things that people consider normal because right. society has taught you that it's normal we, and so when it comes mm-hmm. to abuse everybody has a different definition of what it is like for me like i'm saying those are things that i would not talk we about. don't leave the house we don't do that thing where like one of us is upset or one of us wants to talk and the other one goes i, I gotta get out of here a lot of people do that not just me a lot of people 
you know and i to me i'm like that's a fucked up thing to do to somebody they clearly want to have this conversation you can't sit there and, and at least listen to them or whatever um so these aren't even like things that people consider this is just communication for most people they do not consider this to be abuse they do not consider this these are things where i feel like um you know i feel like i'm outside of what people consider the norm for this kind of shit yes so then people are like well you have to label this as this i don't fucking know you see what i'm saying because i know you would most people would not label uh you got to sleep on the couch most people don't label that as abuse to me i'm like why the fuck would someone have to sleep on the couch in the house they pay rent for like y'all can't figure a way out as adults to sleep in the same fucking bed like that's that's wild to me you know even cheating there's mo- a lot of relationships go through cheating and overcome it yes they do now i would not say that cheating isn't isn't abusive i think it is you know it's a violation of trust a bunch of shit but a lot of people wouldn't label cheating by itself as abusive they would okay. label serial cheating would make they might call abusive some people wouldn't even say that depending on the well you married this type of person so you know they gonna i don't fucking know is the point and i'm not a goddamn expert on this but i will give you my opinion so i feel like that's kind of the thing where it's like um i'm saying it's messy and complicated and i don't know what's gonna happen but people are making it online this is how i started conversation sunday online people are making the conversation as simple as uh uh he gonna kill her so you need to leave uh this is just like my cousin who got da 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 and i'm like okay maybe that is what's happening but it could it could also be other things and no one wants to allow for the possibility that it could be like jay-z cheating on Beyonce, and um somehow they figured some way out to, and, and started and made it work and he worked on himself and all that shit but at the time everyone was team get the fuck out of there leave him i can't believe you cheated on the queen uh this is abusive now you know i'm sure there's still people that that feel that way and this is part of the problem of putting your life out in public that much you know and we're talking to people that put well cardi anyway who puts a lot of shit out here and it's like a facebook meme she ain't never been a quote-unquote perfect person anyway so you're not really gonna uh be able to build this case of and these are what healthy relationships look like versus unhealthy relationships like if a person especially a person with their own autonomy wants to be in unhealthy relationships because they don't consider them to not be fucked up i don't know i don't know i just know personally i'm taking it the same way i take it when i watch love and hip-hop when we watch love and hip-hop i've never come on this show and said you know stevie J and mimi that's such an abusive relationship i know it's abusive it's on tv though because it's normalized you know you know what else is fucking abusive rom-coms most tv shows that involve a married couple or a couple that's whatever they always do shit that is foul to each other uh, insecure is abusive whether it's Issa cheating on lawrence lawrence's anger over it and all this like all of that shit has stuff in it these levels and so it's weird that people got hung up on you got to say it's abusive more so than what the fuck i was trying to say which is like there there's levels to all this stuff and there's a lot of gray area when you're dealing with two individuals and trying to make them a case study for the world i don't know what's going to happen and i don't know what to even call what is happening and i'm not knocking anyone who feels strongly um that they feel like i know for sure this is what's happening and this is how it goes i've been here before i've had friends like this i i haven't so i don't know so take my opinion with a grain of salt i don't know i'm leaving room for 
whatever happens to happen you know i think what will be the most fucked up is probably if it's all a pr stunt which i have to leave room for because un unlike a lot of folks i'm not as convinced that it's impossible for this to be some type of coordinated thing i hope it's not you know if i was betting i'd say it wasn't but i also don't know them and then maybe there's a way that they thought this would be cute and funny and you come out or it's cute and nice or whatever and you apologizing me and all this stuff would be a big deal i don't know with the when, when you got people involved in this shit like publicists venues and all this stuff behind the scenes and no one's and we're told hey don't be mad at any of these people none of them did anything wrong y'all stay out of my life okay the most i can give you is okay i'll stay out of your i don't i will eject from that part of your life i love your music videos Mm -hmm. i think you're a very funny uh charming person um but i i don't personally want to consume your personal life as Mm -hmm. uh, entertainment in the way that it seems the majority of people that follow her would like to consume her personal life as entertainment i'm off of that part i just like it's it's too much yep and like i said on a pregame show mascots celebrities are nothing more than mascots something to quote unquote root for and if you don't agree with my mascot you know you're not on my team and i for a lot of people is that cut and dry yeah i I can't i don't know man it's something about her has made people be like it's different than watching black ink it's different than love and hip-hop it's different And, and i'm like i don't know when it became different for everybody else but i don't think i'm there yet i think it's the same correct where still to me like you kind of like dog ass niggas that dog you out whether it's for entertainment whether it's just for your real life i don't know but it consistently has been a thing either you grow out of that or some people deal with that shit their whole life yeah they do you I know, know? There's a lot of old women that deal with shit like that it's like if there would have been a reality show when mary j Blige was dating jojo I mean, Jake and KC, Dayton and KC. Like, our life would have, it would have been totally different than how we view it now. Oh, yes, yes, you know? yes. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's so black and white for folks. But I appreciate you saying that because it is kind of nuanced um, to us. GWG says, I also came here to say I appreciate the nuanced discussion from you both. This is your, this and your What's the T feature this week felt like listening to expert panelists who only know what they're talking about, but come through with the empathy and sympathy. Thank you, Rob, Karen and Rob thank you thank you <laughs> Shubay said, i thought you and karen gave a very nuanced thorough examination of the cardi b and offset relationship as much as the person who was not directly involved with them can do i'm very surprised at how much attention this is getting personally i don't have a dog in the fight i said what i said peter <laughs> i think you mean i don't have a dog in this shower i don't know Mm-mm. the dog you know, i don't have a dog in this house uh but i am curious and amused by social media's reaction not the serious ones but the ones of the mean variety um yeah man y'all don't know uh it's really uh because it bothered me the way that people were talking you know or saying that they felt i was being and i appreciate y'all that wrote in to be like nah i thought y'all was approaching it with nuance and not just you know like black and white or taking this dude's side or saying this shit is okay because i i really i went back and listened to those episodes and i, I gotta disagree with the people that that i mean i i hate i i did what people asked i reconsidered i went back and looked and i hope that by the time we talked about it wednesday it was more clear which is only my only goal i don't want to be misunderstood but i i disagree that i wasn't clear before i thought i was clear the whole time and i'm sorry if uh if um 
you know it didn't feel that way to to people but i really thought i was clear um i don't even feel like i was i feel like i'm repeating myself now i don't think i said anything really different in those three days nothing there's no contradictory opinion or i wouldn't have said this but now i'm saying like it just felt like people needed me to say the words over and over and over again to that or something i don't know thank you for putting me on that miss new york yeah uh, i'm gonna leave it there thank you for putting on that miss new york fenty ad man i didn't know how much i needed to have miss new york back in my pop culture life until i watched that eight minute clip i watched it twice my next ot check will go to buying something else from the fenty line karen you are so right about the foundation i will be following miss new york on instagram now all right we're whispering now kim says the zoe kravitz situation yeah i, I was just whispering but yes i i do mm. i love the foundation and lipstick thank you uh <laughs> i'm like am i don't feel by myself where did no. karen go i know what happened to it did she disappear the zoe kravitz situation leaves me with question says kim i've heard her talk about this before maybe a year ago shouldn't part of this question of be of her parents uh like why didn't they subject her to more black people i know of course that some black people gravitate to other cultures and maybe that was the case for her parents i also don't understand how uh her not wanting to take certain roles because she doesn't relate is that part of acting isn't that part of acting yeah i agree with that part actually um but i can understand uh it's that thing where um you're almost doing the respectability thing while saying you're it's because you're anti that you know what i mean like so now um you've let it define you the other way like well i won't play any ghetto actor uh parts it's like well you could add nuance it doesn't necessarily have to be well i don't come from that i don't know anything about that type of black and it's like well that's what acting is you know becoming someone else researching and learning i'm kind of judging but not really because i'm not that invested there were <laughs> there were just two things i thought about i love y'all shows and always great thank you for keeping a smile on my face and keeping my, my me uh giving me a belly full of laughs thanks kim thank you yeah um the, i don't know and yeah i don't know what her parents would say i thought about that too during the thing but they didn't interview her parents but uh yeah i don't know what her parents would say like how would that happen that you know and maybe they were giving her freedom in a way that black children don't often get freedom correct you know and being like well look um you will come to that awakening as you see fit on your own you know know? versus a lot of us we ain't got no motherfucking choice we're like look you step outside this house there's some fuck shit out there i don't want you to go out there unprepared versus you know their child may have had a luxury to quote unquote grow into their own grow into their black blackness take your time the shit that white children deal with right Catrice 206 says the Cardi B offset drama is exactly why I left the internet. Come on. Just too many opinions and emotions. Though I found myself empathizing with Offset's father, it seemed like he just needed to vent and gave a pretty fair depiction slash response to all the drama. It didn't seem like he was trying to be ashy or put all the blame on Cardi, but that he agreed with some of what you've been saying, Rod. They're young with money and not trying to listen to anyone. Um yeah see he also said some shit in there where i was like now see i don't know what you do about because he was like we don't had to come over there y'all don't get these late night phone calls y'all don't know about this drug use and and you know what he's absolutely fucking right i don't know i don't know them you know what i mean and if i got a phone call at i don't know two three in the morning about you know my son my grandchild and the woman that he's married with and they're fighting and there's drug use and there's infidelity i might not have a neat answer for everybody that's gonna fix everything you know so i don't know and i think it's easy for us on the outside 
because we don't have really any truly investment other than Mm -hmm. we find these people to be entertainment correct it's easy for us to just be like it's either this or that i don't know Mm -mm. it made me see another unintended cost of fame especially in our current culture how does fame affect families like how many times does beyonce's eighth cousin get asked about her or for free tickets to a concert asked to be overwhelming and annoying for some because they didn't sign up for it. obviously like in megan markle's case some members will exploit it yeah well another thing i would add to that too is um it also says a lot when fame is its own currency and the pursuit of fame is a goal in a way yes it is you know like cardi's getting to the money but there's a lot of women like cardi a lot of people like cardi who are just sharing their lives on the internet hoping to be the next person that gets famous off of just sharing their life on the internet uh anonymous says i i don't know why people are hating on the man's albums that song is definitely about cheating offset don't need to play that for cardi he needs to listen to it and get his corny factor up and i do think being corny helps with being in love it is really corny y'all it's i'm very corny. like super corny marlo writes in i appreciate the clarification i think i understand what you're trying to say however i will be honest i do not think it was clear when you spoke about this earlier no one is saying she won't choose to stay but identifying toxic behavior doesn't mean you are triggered or projecting i just want to say because this is very this is very important because this is uh i think divorcing what i said from context and this is the kind of thing that speaking of being triggered this is one of my triggers to be honest and i'm not gonna try to like come down on you but that is absolutely not what i said i said when you say stuff like he's going to kill her or he is beating her or uh like this definitely means blank that to me is being triggered and projecting to say this is toxic is not being triggered or projecting i agree that it is toxic you know i think the entire way that people define love in america for most part maybe in the world but definitely america is toxic it's very confining it's very limiting it's very restrictive um is it's it's very much about power dominance control um it's fucked up and that's before you even add gender into it to be honest in the gendered way that we look at it in same-sex relationships much of it is this way as well where it's about one person quote-unquote winning this power battle most people in my opinion that i've talked to about love see it as some type of power battle you know it's not i don't think love the way we define love is just not healthy in america Mm -mm. i just don't like talking about it too much because it comes off like i'm feeling like i'm holier than now or i'm better than everybody or or some shit like that i just think i'm very fucking lucky i'm very lucky to have found karen i'm very lucky to have somebody that we kind of speak the same language when it comes to these things we speak the same level um uh but it's so much deeper i'm not even telling y'all all all the things i think because it's so much deeper than that i just know in general um it's important i want to i want to keep the importance on what i said and not how people are trying to make it seem because i did not ever say that what he did was not toxic i thought i even said it was emotionally manipulative it was um and this these are words i use before even the abusive category it's emotionally manipulative it's entitled we think we own women i don't understand how 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 that that's not clear i just maybe i just have like a, a privilege and a blind spot to 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 this and I, i'm just not missing i'm missing something 
and 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 if so then you know i i can only say what i what i what i feel and experience and have seen but i don't know man i thought i i thought i said a lot of stuff that was like this is not a this is bad what he did and that's kind of obvious the next step becomes like all right is everyone gonna turn on cardi is this even the end is this the beginning is this just another thing that is gonna you know next week he'll be doing some other shit some break baby will be popping up next week year i don't know you know and and at the end of the day the only opinion that matters on how bad this was is gonna end up being cardi and that's a truth that's not just an opinion that's like the only time it's gonna matter the only thing that will change in this situation because he's a serial cheater right uh he did this shit the little like half-ass apology and shit it, only when she goes this is good this isn't good for me this isn't good for my child if she feels that way then things will change hopefully you know uh and may and like i said and even with all that i've kept saying over and over i'm also allowing for the fact that or maybe i'm just fucking wrong and this dude is back here beating on her being like very like restrictive of her freedom and jealous and he could be doing he could be the worst fucking person he could be lawrence fishburne and what's love got to do with it i just don't know that's it and i don't feel and i won't feel bad for saying i don't know i I feel like more people need to be honest with it and Mm -hmm. it's have you a lot of heartache and pain right uh a thing is a thing and just because society is male-oriented doesn't negate the issues with these so-called romantic gestures when does society ever champion women championing women as a whole it is their private life it is their private life but they have chosen to air this out publicly if you agree with all of that then there isn't anything to this conversation to this conversation but as a listener i did not gather that from your previous episode all right i appreciate you clarifying your position further but i felt this is more of a clarity issue than you being a man all right yeah I, that's fine it's just weird because me and karen both talked about it so um i do feel like it kind of became about me being a dude and that's fine that's what male privilege is like yeah because i'm, I'm gonna keep it real not at any period of time that with any of these uh comments uh directed towards me right. did nobody at any period of time write in and be like well karen girl why didn't you support uh cardi why you you know let her get out here hung to dry and i said it before and i will continue to say this again people hear what they want to hear because i was here too i heard the conversation too me and roger talked about it online me and roger talked i mean not online but me and roger talked about it offline we've had discover you know conversations he really listened to the show and it's one of those things to where uh and 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 it's not even to be dismissive when i say this but sometimes it's just something within you Mm-hmm. you know um that makes you feel like you we're having a fight when there's actually not a fight here like we're not arguing with you we're not saying that you're not wrong you're, you're wrong and feeling this way all we're saying is that there has to be an understanding that i said these things and went through them very because roger because roger picks his words very carefully and people that have listened to this show over the years there's nothing about Roderick that will make you think he's ashy that will make you think he's hotel that will make you think that he would come out here and just dismiss this dude's actions in totality like the dude was right and so for me i feel like 
certain things were said and people kind of pinpointed those things and was just determined because you a man you are automatically wrong and sometimes that can be a fact and that could be true please don't get me wrong but like i said i was here too i heard him too other people wrote in and also said that you know they were glad he clarified and they had an understanding at some period of time baby it's just you mm. and you know when you say that people go well you're just no i'm not dismissing anything at all because actually like i told right before we're talking around in circles right. you're acting like it's a fight it's not a fight you're saying we're disagreeing with you we're not disagreeing with you so then where is this confrontation where is this friction coming from on your side to make it appear as though we're arguing with you when actually there's no argument here yeah well in, in all fairness they did say that they wanted clarity and i provided that so i do i don't know that they think we're disagreeing at this point i would really sincerely hope not i would right. hope that i've probably been a bit too meticulous almost in going back over point by point this is what i mean this is what i'm saying and um i, I you know i did want to just kind of confront what i consider to be a misrepresentation that um you know of, of of the like well you're projecting if you think it's abuse no i think if you're saying you this means he is like he's gonna kill her that that is to me is a projection because we don't know that um that doesn't mean it's unrealistic it's based on nothing or any of that shit like i, I mean i personally wouldn't have put up with any of the shit they have done to each other but that's me even he says oh go ahead i'm sorry no right and if it's one of those things where you feel like we're it's it's still a disagreement well we just have to agree to disagree like i said i I don't i don't i don't ever think it was a a conflict from the beginning but i'm okay with you because everybody listening to the show does not 100 percent agree with us and we're okay with that we don't take it personally it's not an attack on us just because we don't um say everything that you say and vice versa it's fans that voice their opinion that disagree with us all the time that's that's not a problem at all but you know i like i said i just didn't want to sound dismissive but like i said some period of time it's 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 not us yeah and and you know um i'm glad that we had a feedback for that for people to come Mm -hmm. in and voice it because you know it helps sharpen my points to be like well this is what i want to say and you know occasionally i'm like oh yeah i absolutely said that wrong or uh i see the point that i didn't see before or whatever it's just like i said i really did re-examine that because i try to be really careful about talking about women especially black women um like that on the show but uh the uh, i will add one more analogy i know everybody's rolling their eyes out in the world but i'll add one more analogy (laughs) to me this is like mark lamont hill last week when mark lamont hill said that river to the sea shit we had a bit of a conversation about how you don't really wade into the water on on people like mark lamont hill because mark lamont hill builds houses on sandcastles right like he he's, he's he doesn't build a foundation he says a lot of flam inflammatory rhetoric goes off half cocked his stuff doesn't always make sense he uh will completely uh, uh ignore points that he's made and have no accountability to him so i'm not gonna let him being fired be my well this jewish thing we need to talk about it because israel is out of control and palestine needs freedom like i'm not trying to say that that's not true but i would not start that conversation based off of what i consider to be a facebook meme of a of a um comment by by a guy about it's something i don't truly understand with uh mark lamont hill well that's how i feel about this i'm not starting my let's talk about healthy relationships based off of cardi b and her personal life i just refuse to 
it's not it's not it's not gonna end up in a good place because you're starting with people that are already kind of being fucked up as a living as a brand like everyone forgets that if bitch got a problem with me she got a problem forever comment is not cardi b saying that because someone did something wrong to her it's because she's talking about taking someone else's man you know and beating up a woman who flew all the way from europe to be with her boyfriend she beat that woman up and physically assaulted her on tv no one carries those things with cardi no one none of us dislikes her because of that no one says she was wrong in a home record but instead people get mad at the woman who cheated with offset for going on instagram and doing interviews about it what we wouldn't know cardi if she wasn't doing interviews about cheating with other niggas women and other niggas men and shit like it just is what it is man none none of this shit is clean so i'm just staying i'm trying to have a conversation separate from from that and i think if any mistake was really made it's just the fact of trying to have a conversation based off of you know this messy ass shit it's not it's not gonna be black and white right and it ain't clean and 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 you know the reality of it is people don't want to accept sometimes the fact that shit ain't just black and white all right um all right let's let's move on um uh ev says i'm all for christians getting that holy cake smash smithereen sex saves many lives as jesus true <laughs> hey it, the poll was this christian uh oh wait the christian sex album uh i guess i fucked up the typo on this i meant to say um is a christian sex album good or something like that or would you listen to one yes chop my christian case the saintly smithereens nay i need that satanic sex uh karen i need that satanic sex 56 percent agree with you it was close though 56 percent say they need some satanic sex and 44 percent said they will listen to the mans and make sweet heavenly love okay mike in london says i'm a buddhist so it's more like <laughs> light some incense and assume the lotus position for example and then you put a link <laughs> uh brooklyn shoebay says i'm a christian and inviting you to go to church with me means i have developed very strong feelings for you and invited someone into my spiritual life is much more intimate than inviting you into my body i don't think of myself as corny christians like russell wilson and sierra or michelle williams and her now ex-fiance but i get down to some christian love making music the gospel music they play the secular radio could be a love song if you listen to it quickly they never mention god or jesus name lol i think my parents would love it because they find today's r&b pretty vulgar i feel you on that yeah i think people was unfairly hating on this album uh also i reject russell wilson this year um having corny christian sex i think they are having some freaky ass sex uh it's nasty. yeah I, I think y'all don't even know what that man's doing over there uh ct says i'm buddhist too shout out to the mike from london thank you thanks for not being haters y'all i saw the album cover on the shade room and surely skipped right over it. if it wasn't for y'all i would have never listened to her one song now that i heard it i don't completely dismiss it and it is for people that are trying to listen to nice sound of r&b without regret now is that person me no but still i won't knock it because it's for someone thank you thank you yeah i thought it was gonna sound way worse than it was yeah that's what i initially was like mm, come on now yeah like some of the music sounds bad because they're trying to copy secular music but they can't do the secular shit like what especially can rap is like normally the worst with that so i appreciated this um all right uh 18 13 we're not in texas anymore i had five comments let's get to these um jamel says i don't want i don't want shit, shit just to say if the ghost pirate was related to offset uh we want, wanted her back he would probably say our mate i'm sorry bruh 
that's terrible uh, <laughs> that's like karen level pun what is that uh, Ooh, you have arrived you got to my level of pun miss <laughs> anderson says i'm not sure where in new york that person is from but we do have dollar tree in long island and i also feel like i'm balling when i live up in there we are uh you were right about them killing us though my boss worked for a company that shipped stuff to china to be filled with some other product and shipped back and sold in the dollar store in name brand packaging mm. we should we could be dying we could be lying she could be lying though i don't trust that lady mm, she probably telling the truth my conspiracy grows yeah she probably telling the truth because i worked uh at a uh pharmaceutical place where we actually uh packed like pills and things like that the bottles would change i mean the bottles were the same the medication was the same y'all know what changed the labels they put lead in them no the, oh. uh the buckets the bottles would be blank it would run down the line it's tylenol it run down the line again it's the kroger brand mm. <laughs> it run down the line again it's the off brand mm. the motherfucking medication inside the bottle did not fucking change like and that's why i know for a fact that a lot of times if you turn the flip and flip the uh the boxes and turn the bottle the side of the the, the um containers with medication all of them have the exact same ingredients in them mm okay so i believe them because it's probably cheaper i won't lie though i still like the name brand i don't know i don't trust them generics i mean i mean i mean it would be like tylenol or Publix tylenol i'll be going with the tylenol i know they get me for an extra dollar but i mean just in case i mean sometimes i do it too just because i'm like hey i'd rather spend the extra money too i mean no i'm just saying they got me karen Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not i'm saying you know for a fact the truth and they still got me Mm -hmm. i'm like robitussin or um Publix Tussin. Nope. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm going to Robitussin. Give me that Robitussin every time. I paid a two extra dollars. I believe them because you have to think of because of the cost of American wages, even though they they fucking suck, it's cheaper to do all that than it is to pay to, for, the, for the process to be completely done here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, in the five boroughs of NYC, we have 99 cent store, but there ain't shit in there that is 99 cents, but everything used to be a dollar plus tax about 20 years ago. Now we do have a handful of dollar trees, family dollars, and dollar generals throughout Brooklyn, and everything is a legit one dollar. I have bought groceries from Dollar Tree, like canned vegetables, soup, crackers, pasta, and some other broke people staples. LOL. Mm, okay uh did not know that i guess june got to get out of harlem and start getting some of these other boroughs so she get them deals star dot star says the jehovah witness attacks might be a uh, thing might be in response aka revenge to there being a mass uncovering of child abuse going on behind closed doors obviously absolute power corrupts absolutely so the hierarchy within the religion makes it very easy for bad shit to go down most people willing to burn down one of their buildings know specifically when nobody will be inside the point is to keep them from meeting not to actually hurt them oh i did not know any of this why they ain't burning no catholic churches down then i mean you know let me move on uh, ah! <laughs> that's not going anywhere good <laughs> got a little burn got a little burn oh man all right let's all calm down eve says ah! i'm not too proud to admit that the dollar store is my go-to place for movie theater snacks party decorations gift bags and wrapping paper and odds and ends oh yes oh too. yeah that wrap, wrapping paper is the flame now you know and that they, paper's expensive 
and them back gift bags mm-hmm honey i was back on dollar tree gift bags i'll buy just about anything from dollar store except me i don't know about anywhere else but the dollar trees in my neighborhood are really nice as for the jank listen you know who be in the dollar trees y'all don't know who be in them dollar dollar trees i don't know why it's dollar trees and general dollar you know who be in them white women what and they would tear the hell up white women with some money be in there i mm-hmm. seen it i seen it with my mm-hmm. own eyes and buy the whole goddamn store out it's like when i saw white people read that damn bojangles chicken around the block when we moved over to the white side of town that time i was like what y'all yeah. my whole life been making me believe niggas is the ones loving chicken we ain't never had the bojangles wrapped around the, the block now come on now oh yeah the bojangles over yeah. there on the white side of town ha- you well, know what? crazy and, and you know it's on the white side of town because they would even pay for the uh police officers to direct traffic yeah. in and around the, the bojangles the bojangles is right beside the chick-fil-a right. so they end up directing traffic in above them how dare you how fucking dare you make me feel that i'm supposed to feel bad about eating chicken in public y'all motherfuckers i ain't never been like let me wait an hour for this chicken in my life other than at black family functions where they cook late other than that that's why we show up late <laughs> never waited for anything oh as for that janky whiz production i think i can top it i guess around the time of dream girls the movie came out my friend's daughter was selling tickets to a high school play her drama department decided to put on a multicultural version of dream girls and my by multicultural i mean there were only two black people in the cast and neither of them played the main three girls what what and the girl played effie white who was was skinny but they padded up her body with pillows it was a hot mess okay but they are kids right what 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 grade were they in right what's happening high school uh high school is late though Uh, ah they should be better by then and when she sang and i'm telling you half the audience walked out no not on the babies now see you gotta take the l for the kids man you gotta stay for the kids one white guy in the front of the audience stood up and yelled this is terrible (laughs) on the children you know what they're in high school so you know a lot of them are like hey uh i mean the tickets are probably free i mean yeah. you're probably parents and loved ones right you're supposed to but, be parents support other people's kids <laughs> but they was like uh, i didn't sign up for this why effie rant see this is why i can't be a parent because i choke a nigga <laughs> if you boo my little girl i choke the fuck out of you on the way out like can i talk to you for a second white effie ran off the stage in tears so the director had to come out and scold the audience and say you should all be ashamed it was a hot ass mess he was right by the way i mean he should he should be ashamed for putting that shit out there that's what i, I was about to say you, you should have been like you know what baby no no we gonna get you to lip sync this like he should be ashamed I mean, because you heard it before we heard it so you know that baby couldn't sing he should be ashamed but now that y'all was all there in the audience y'all was in this together okay <laughs> y'all was in on this dream girls heist y'all just ain't like your it was cut. a group function right try to switch it up uh but yeah i would hit him up later and be like you should be ashamed what the fuck was you thinking um would you rather see a good production of the wiz or a horrible production of the wiz karen a good one 53 percent of audience says they'd rather see a good one uh 11 don't want to see either version and i'm with the 37 percent horrible thank you i would rather see the horrible version that sounded hilarious oh i would not have walked out i don't like i wouldn't i would have been like oh this is about to be the terrible. best there's no place like texas what <laughs> how we get to texas there's uh, no place like houston what right ah oh, that would have been so good uh san antonio why are we traveling around texas what is happening here <laughs> these are the only places i know 
uh we got some comments kim says honestly that production of weird sounds funny as hell i wouldn't have mind seeing just to laugh my ass off but not for 35 or 70 dollars maybe five or ten. Oh, yeah good point i did not think about the money valid point valid point valid very valid point actually that's a lot of money for a bad production right that's what i said if i'm gonna pay full price i want a True. good one i didn't think about that if i'm getting a groupon i do the bad one but i'll say this once i'm already there you're right and it's okay. bad i'm staying i'm staying once i'm already there yeah. it's better than mediocre i'd rather take bad ct says you see i try to go see shows in my city but this shit sounds crazy this makes me side out all the local shows off don't do that to the local shows but there be some good local shows i need to see a few four or five ratings before i go out to see your show i, I, I feel you opening night is a risk i'm just sad for the people that lost their hard-earned money trying to see a fun musical tish says if i'm paying i'd rather see a good production but i think i get more enjoyment out of seeing a video of a bad production yeah oh man i'm so conflicted on this the troll part of me is like let's just see the bad version you know um all right we got some voicemails i will play them um this is our first one the voicemail number is 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 um, and you can leave two minutes or less voicemail. Hey Karen and Rod this is Falcon Steva just calling. Hope oh, I get this in in time for the feedback show. Anyway it's been a while since I've just written in and told you guys how much I love and appreciate you um, and I wanted to call and wish you guys a happy holidays let you know that I pray for you guys because I know that you guys put in work and I really appreciate it so I just want to drop a quick line and say, love you. Keep on doing what you're doing. I appreciate you guys. I'm behind as always. Oh, and I got a new job. So my oh. commute will go from 57 miles one way to five miles one way. So I don't know when I'm going to listen to you guys. I usually oh. listen to you guys in the car. But anyway, love you. Appreciate you. Happy holidays. And um, I can't wait to hear some more. TBGWT in 2019. Bye-bye. Aww. Thank Aww. you. Thank you. Shout out to the short commute. Yeah, I ain't listen. I I don't care if it means you got to hear us less. Um, there's nothing better than that short commute, man. Ooh, I, I love it. On the highway, less time, less dangerous. Uh, good for you. And I'm sure you'll, hopefully you'll find a way to fit us in somewhere. Um, but we appreciate uh, 50 you. 50-some miles down like no joke. Yeah. All right, let's see. We get to the next voicemail, um, and that might—I think that's it for this week. Uh, oh no, no, it's one more. All right. Hey, what's up, Rod and Karen? Um, I think I'm gonna be anonymous. All right, okay. Of, uh, the story I want to say, uh, but uh, uh, this cute story about this man getting beat—that uh, shit is crazy because uh, one, y'all say he's forty-five. But uh, that that shit really triggered me because uh, yeah, I got my ass beat. No, when I was like eighteen, and I still don't know, I still don't know why. And now that I'm, you know, thirty three, fifteen years later, uh, I don't even feel as connected to the org like that anymore. Mm. Not so much like nationally, um, but more so like the idea of being in a fraternity kind of turns me off now because mm. I find myself like it, it, that shit get real locker room uh, real fast 
when I'm around them and I'm not even like that, you know, mm. it's like I'm 18 all over again when I'm around them. Mm. Um, but that doesn't mean all my um, experiences have been bad with right. uh, my fraternity or with fraternities other groups. There's a lot of, you know, the shit they tell you, they tell you when you join, you know, a lot of uh, business opportunities and stuff like that, um, job references. The network um, is good, but, um, yeah, I just don't really find myself being that interested. And when I was going through the hazing, uh, I was like, oh, you know, it, it made sense because I was 18 and stupid. But now if you ever try to tell somebody about what you went through, the shit really does sound like joining a cult. Um, uh, oh, I'm running out of time. One last thing. I would move to that town in Cleveland because uh, I got a hell of a student loan. Peace. Ah! <laughs> um yeah man i i think it's weird because um first of all i'm sorry that happened to you obviously Mm -hmm. i think i think it's really weird the fraternity shit because somehow that's not like considered abuse or abusive to a lot of people once again like things that i knew at 18 where i was like no that seems wrong to hit somebody who wants to be in your organization um and it was something that pretty much every organization on my campus was secretly going to do like it was just part of the pledging process there was no you go paper it was you become brothers but us making you recite greek alphabets and hitting you and doing all this type of shit and so i never it was never on the table for me um but i just don't think i had that type of mentality but i was there were not everybody was not like me i was the weirdo so once again another situation where i'm like that sounds abusive they could drive your car around you can't walk on grass you like what like why why would they be able to do any of this to you um you let you're gonna pay them to let them do that um but those fraternities and sororities are around and they exist and they're very popular and Mm -hmm. people have what they would consider to be great experiences in them and so i don't know how i turn around and tell them like no y'all were just beaten and shit and that was fucked up and you shouldn't have to do that to be anybody's brother or sister yeah because different people experiences are different because you would talk to some people and they might not have had to deal with any of that so i guess it just varies well it's some level of a for a lot of it is some level of abuse it might not always be physical but it's something it's something you know but anyway all that stuff aside man i'm just sorry that happened to you and uh yeah a decision you made at 18 19 might not be one that at 35 is going to necessarily be that fruitful and i think at that age when they were selling that to me i I think it's just more i'm headstrong and stubborn in some ways and so uh when they sold me the like you'll need these connections and shit i was like i don't think i will you know i'm like i'll get my connections through uh internship programs and uh academically gifted youth programs and shit i'm not doing the uh i'm not gonna do the uh fraternity thing you know but um yeah like i said i i don't want to once this is another one of those topics i don't feel like alienating all the audience that uh pledged and shit and i don't feel like fighting anybody over it it's just mm-hmm. is what it is it's not something for me um all right i think we have one more voicemail actually let's see where were we at that was here so then wednesday is here and that should be the last one for the week uh okay why isn't it not going here god damn it skype you were doing so great you would okay did it work this time no all right what about now (sighs) (laughs) oh why did it even work on oh now skype is frozen it's calling somebody i didn't tell it to do this (laughs) what is it doing i thought it go like what 
come on skype together all right let's see if it works now okay okay hung up thank you okay now it should work all right and of course you got to give it a second because get your life together skype (sighs) hey rod and karen this is iman sorry about my voice i'm i'm a little sick um but i never laughed so hard as when karen didn't laugh at your freddie mercury joke it was just like (laughs) he said the punchline it was just Crickets. She just sighed. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Uh. <laughs> uh, I love y'all, Donnette, because you're so honest. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> it was- oh, I also love it when there's a, like, when y'all read a story and there's like a long pause. And it happens to me almost every time. Sometimes, like, if I'm looking at my phone when it happens, I know what's happening. But a lot of times I'm in my car listening, and you guys do a long pause because it was just some foolishness that you knew was going to happen. And you just have this really long silence. I was like, oh, no, what happened to my phone? I had the podcast turn off. Oh, did I accidentally press something? And I look and then you guys have a heavy sigh. You're like, uh, see, I told you I'd be knowing. <laughs> so, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna go. All right, bye bye, bye bye. I hope you feel better, baby. Yeah, thank you for calling them on, and I do hope you feel better. Um, and uh, yeah, not all the jokes. Uh, I knew when I said that joke, it wasn't funny. I just had to get it out. Y'all, y'all ever have that? You just had to get it out. You're like, this is a terrible, terrible joke. But if I don't tell the world how terrible this terrible joke i'll never be able to live with myself and see now it's the same that's how you feel about my terrible puns that's true that's that's why we together right and just like me you didn't laugh nope actually i do laugh at your terrible puns which is probably a problem (laughs) Um, and y'all do too y'all be encouraged about terrible puns i got some emails a lot of them actually let's get to them okay uh someone jane sent me a gift for my candle um their eyes were watching god a novel by zora neale hurston i added it on my list that's right it lets me add kindle books on my list now for oh about time right it used to wouldn't let me do it but now on amazon it lets me add them to my kindle wish list so if people go to our wish list and want to get us something um there's books on there too now uh and thank you jane Mm -hmm. all right uh let's see allegra wrote in feedback on 1809 feedback show hello you two well, listening to your feedback show 1809 i realized another aspect of my dukes of hazard childhood i mentioned that as a child i was bitter about not getting dukes of hazard paraphernalia but i just realized while listening to my aunt a blonde-haired blue-eyed native missouri uh missouri woman clearly did not have an adverse reaction to the confederate flag given her background it's alleged that her father may have been a high-ranking clan member Ooh, mm. little girl thank you i'm glad you're here i'm glad you made it through that come on though she was mostly estranged from her family for marrying a black man and having biracial babies her uh upbringing probably highly likely included appreciation for that whitewash history mm, true like you can be woke but still not know and still don't understand because you're still white right anyway i had learned as i got older that why the flag is truly terrible but it's only now that i'm realizing how it affected our family in my childhood crazy how our country prides itself on keeping people ignorant love you guys yep yes thank you baby but yes 
nobody likes to hear that point when people make it but i'll make it anyway because i don't give a fuck um white people are victim of racism too because of stupid mm-hmm. shit like that all right like in trying to make it about us they've also successfully made, wounded themselves um to it's so stupid it's just so stupid because then nobody knows we did get a five-star review from great britain yay uh this is from last week we out here heart emoji five stars um as by it looks like beto and then a bunch of numbers um it says karen and rod i love your work the way you both think your humor with a you in it hey with thank you pip pip uh (laughs) that's as far as we go baby oh good day good day i say um and dedication to your podcast the blackout test was a tremendous addition to my life in 2016 and like everywhere else has said you feel like family but i hope i never get too familiar for helping me with my southern accent uh to help and take oh it's oh it got cut off how do i see the whole review i don't know how to see the whole review oh wait i had to go to itunes and put it in great britain won't i i think i would have to do that okay did you want to right. go ahead and see uh yeah sure um but i had to do it in the background give me a second everybody no to problem. get to that um because i don't know another way to see it there's this there's this link i can click let me see if this takes me to it let me see yeah i got a bunch of flags oh okay you know what no this link will take me to it there we go all right okay uh to help me with my southern accent to help me take my mind off of my illness i was in hospital for two months and back again for three weeks Mm. for sharing your blackness and helping me feel like a black a black who rules yes i use the n-word now and it's all your fault (laughs) it's honestly it's just my superpower you're welcome it's honestly the the one thing that's it really is my superpower be careful how you use it though okay you gotta i know you you're new to it so you gotta with great power comes great responsibility yeah you gotta like kind of parse it out you know well make sure you're using it know, right know when you said it know when to whisper it be like look around and be like Nigga. listen to lots of rap dave Chappelle. they'll get your niggers right mm-hmm. uh and if you want to go high level um maybe even go to um oh, what's my man um why can't I think? paul mooney maybe even go paul mooney with it mm-hmm i love your banter your chemistry your guests your closed mouth laugh of rise and karen's blast of joy thank you endlessly love love and more love how about beth oh thank you how about beth thank you there we go all right let's go to the next email let's see what else we got here um how about tonya i don't know if it's pronounced tanya or tonya hey toy here oh there we go toy uh june 2017 i had to leave my husband after enduring emotional mental financial and physical abuse eventually i had to get a restraining order to keep it short i had to fight for my life i lost a lot i'm still miss my old life in charlotte i understand that going back put me in danger of my ex-husband finding me when i saw everything happen with cardi i felt for her i married my husband at 23 i had to leave at 25 we're around the same age she will have to make a hard decision regarding her marriage if she does decide to leave off cheat it will probably be (laughs) it will probably be one of the hardest things she's ever had to do she will take a loss financially because her career popped off during the marriage it is what it is every person who gets divorced has to take some sort of loss Mm, that's deep that's true when i left my ex-husband all i had was my son not his thank god my right my car and my clothes i slept in my car some nights however my son and i now have a beautiful life and 
uh, i don't even know if i should be mm-hmm. saying where you don't, live now say it, yeah <laughs> skip, skip, skip the city i'm gonna skip that far because i don't feel comfortable mm, skip the city we are still recovering my son and i had to both go to therapy sorry for the long email it's not too long it's fine all, all i say is all i, I said all, all this to say that if cardi chooses to move on she will take some losses but she is still young and she has so much time to get it right the next time yeah and if uh especially if that's the stuff that's happening with him i like i said i don't know what's happening with them <sighs> i don't know that's all i got and i understand why if you have their history that's the first place you're gonna go like nah you know what i mean so and i think people had to do so much to survive and i i really hate that people felt like my police analogy was so fucked up because i'm like that's to me that's kind of a working analogy that works because it doesn't fucking matter to me what the intent is at a certain extent there's just certain imagery i see and i'm like nah something something bad is gonna happen fight or flight kicks in i want out everyone should be out when i see people get other people get pulled over by the police what is i'm gonna tell you if i'm riding and i i'll just if i ride and i see other people pull over i stop panicking yeah. and i'll stop thinking about them i'll be like i hope nothing happened to them I, right. it's like i automatically just go into it i hope nothing happened to them i hope they save i hope the police officers mind and right like almost immediately when i see them because i was like i do not want this to end bad i don't want to pass this and then i'm watching the news and and they'd be like so-and-so got shot you know just from a, a random uh, f- from a routine check yeah so i i hope uh, anyway not gonna re-explain myself but come on uh ernest right said esteemed pastors riding karen giving honor to god the deacons and my brothers and sisters anti-anti-blackness i come before the congregation today in need of prayer for i am a black i a black am fucked with as evidence of said fuckery please see the linked images which are scans of the front and back of an unwanted handbill found on my windshield after a hard day's work um uh it's after perusing this foolishness i found the following ebook on amazon as promised by this migger m-i-g-g-e-r missive um okay let me share my screen because people are gonna have to see this in order to get it um oh, i see we don't have much time left uh in this session you, you know i'm gonna pause right here all right so uh let me share my screen so y'all can see what is going on over here that uh triggered this man that um that after he got out of uh out of work um uh so it says the first one says migger m-i-g-g-e-r dot org is the caption for the uh, not caption the uh description for the picture and put up why does this picture want to load what's going on all right gmail clicked on it and now it's taking a sweet ass time all right well ah! it's just a picture it's not even like a movie or something all right so that's the second picture let's go back to the first all right well i'll go is it showing i'm about to say it this was just was on i'll go back to the second one migger by arthur ray adam bosolda my name is ray adam bosolda i am writing this notice to inform you i have filed with the united states patent and trademark office uspto a trademark migger this trademark is of no relation to the n-word it has been legally defined a creative idea that stems from theory developed into its simplest format resulting in a power of discovery beyond the imagination that could that became fact i have this ebook currently for sale on amazon disclosing the purpose of migger i'm informing you of the path i have chosen to take so that you may have take any steps to find necessary on your end to keep the peace 
in my opinion this may raise a legal criminal defense issue due to the misrepresentation of the n-word in the near future i think it is imperative to bring this to your attention so that no public official or private citizen is unnecessarily putting their life or career at risk due to being uninformed thanks ray adam basoda what does this mean dog Mm-mm. and the front is him with no shoes on in a suit stand standing on top of a fountain and it says migger migger by ray adam bosodia i'm so confused what and the book is actually on amazon apparently um 4.99 for kindle now see this migger's out of his goddamn mind <laughs> i wish these miggers would get it together come on man 99 cents is the right price for migger literature there's no way in the world you got these miggers mixing up with these other miggers making these migger kids uh it's called he has a description it had been brewing for years many in the working class community mm, working class community knew something was wrong but jake they just couldn't quite put their finger on what it was something had to give there was no way the working class community was going to stand for this very much longer some were even predicting a revolution Mega. there was a division among the people that everyone agreed existed those uh with money and those without 2018 20 percent of americans own 90 percent of the wealth and uh, the other 80 percent of americans had little to nothing and were in debt everyone was putting the blame on the education system and had the education system was broken it was the same old story again and again policymakers philanthropists had gotten together to reform the public educational system and failed there was a missing link between the 20 percent and the 80 percent and no one could figure out what it was and then came nigger <laughs> ah ah i gotta say no reviews zero customer reviews zero percent no comments no comments uh i you know what i gotta say this Mega, please. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Uh, all right, let's go. To, <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, that, I would have been fucked with too. I don't blame you. Uh, Detroit ret- retiree Sim says, "Why?" I con- mean, what do you? I mean, if you see somebody that has this economic anxiety, do you be like, "My, my Mega"? What's going on, my Mega? I think it's my Mega. My Mega, but I'm only sorry. they can say that. I'm only they can say that. No disrespect. Why is? <laughs> Why is Congress Congress trying to pass an obviously unconstitutional bill that would criminalize boycotts of Israel? From Tech Dirt, Detroit retiree Sim sent us this. Uh, As we've noted in the past on articles discussing this topic, I recognize that people have very, very strong views on both Israel and the whole BDS movement. What is the BDS movement? I don't know what that means. And trust me, you're not going to convince anyone about the rightness or wrongness of those views in our comments. However, even if you support it, oh, is this from the article they left this, these comments? Must be. Yeah, uh, eject. I don't know nothing about this. I know nothing about that. Um, my understanding is free Palestine and that they dealing with some of the same shit niggas over here deal with. And that's all I got for you. I don't know uh, enough about the rest of that. <clears throat> I know enough to know when <clears throat> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody says uh, boycott, uh, divestments, and uh, sanctions. Okay, yeah. So y'all didn't even know that. <clears throat> uh, Ty writes in. I think I found uh, my new white people news anthem. My God, uh, what is this shit? Um, 
mark ribolette for featuring peanut butter jones the butthole oh yeah but um so here's the thing todd i checked it out the i did listen to this it's not based on a black song you got to steal a black song and make it white so this yeah. don't count for white people news at yeah. all it got to be a it got to be a, a black song that, that somebody white is sings. yeah that's, i'm sure it's fun i'm sure it's funny but this does not count and so i'm not not counting that for white people news uh thank you for an amazing 2018 um um i hope i pronounced this right uh zinzi okay cool um dear rod and karen i've been wanting to write you guys for a while now but i never uh was sure what to say and i always put it off i started listening to you guys a few months ago and already i can tell i can't wait to process um a lot of the news i see in here through your unique and entertaining perspective for some context i'm in nigeria and to be honest your podcast really helped shed some of the established biases i didn't even know i held against americans in general and black people in the u.s in particular you guys have really opened my eyes sorry something's stuck in my throat you You guys have really opened my eyes to the things that y'all find that black people face every day just existing in the u.s while i love the laughs that come with the way you present your segments especially fucking with black people i always stop and acknowledge my own level of privilege never having gone through the fear of what it means to be black a black person in that environment oh no doubt thank you i'm glad uh glad to be spreading the experience somewhere Mm mm-hmm uh one thing that's personally affected me is how passionately you both have been about the 2016 election and the apathy and complacency that enabled this administration here in nigeria i will admit that i was very disinterested in our last election in 2014 because the one thing we have become used to apart from the lack of infrastructure and rampant corruption is hardy election rigging that always leads to the same people staying in power Mm -hmm. just in different combinations yo you know you know what's wild though right so like um we in america actually take for granted how uh clean our election system actually does run right and you still have people that they don't understand we actually have it good compared to some places Mm -hmm. where you where you cast a vote and you actually do feel like there's a a 99 percent chance it will be counted and when this and when something is fucked up like you typically see those stories and they stay in the story for in the news for weeks and people are suing each other and people like we take a lot of shit for granted there's places where it's like why even vote they just gonna say it was the same people it always is i always believed that my vote didn't matter and that they would always get what they wanted in the end however hearing you guys talk about how much this kind of attitude hurt and led to the situation we all now have to live with i have started to reevaluate my position on voting even in our own ridiculous fucked up system i've made up my mind to take a more active role in upcoming elections next year even if i don't really believe there'll be change because i know now know that it's better to fight and lose than to just roll over and let them win without any effort thank you for helping me see the error of my ways yo that's that's yes, beautiful yes and the thing is guarantee you you're not the only person that feels that way but if enough people feel that way it will it will cause the change and in all fairness i don't know enough about nigeria to to say like anything definitive but i just like the fight you know within you because at least cause i it's hope not it like, will cause a change i put like that because it's not like it has to be limited to just voting or whatever but mm-hmm. it's just it's it's like people want to do a 360 windmill but they don't want to like make a bounce pass you know the junk with with the, the with the of course the um the voting being the bounce pass it's like one of the simplest rights that we have that can be done without a lot of um you know inconvenience if you if you're able to do it 
and and yet some people will tell you they wouldn't even do that i really appreciate everything you say and the way you say it because you don't try to force your opinions on anyone and you always make so much sense i often think of karen as my big sister who i can rely on to always give the best advice she hasn't failed me yet everything from your advice about social media to forgiveness and understanding relationships with others has been on point and i love listening to you guys every week without fail i just want to add that when you talked about chores in the household i remember that growing up my parents were not big into sharing chores because of gender mostly because i'm the only girl with the three other brothers older brothers and my dad would not hear of me doing chores alone we also had domestic help growing up so we really lived a life of privilege but we still had to do our chores and my dad gave us weekly allowances that were based on our negotiating power and not our gender mm-hmm. yeah that's actually a different concept i'd never heard before right like nah I it'll need- make you a good negotiator <laughs> right. boy you you you'll learn how to plead your case i need to get these premium lunches at school pops it's like you'll realize I, <laughs> look i've been doing an extra 25 percent more than my brother here are the numbers daddy right uh thank you so much for enriching my year and for shaming me into caring more about my own elections and my voting power they said it didn't work but it do it do thank you for enlightening me about the life in the u.s of the average black person because i've been informed by the liberal white media only for too long mm. you guys are one of the best parts of 2018 for me and i hope that 2019 is filled with more laughter more love and yes more checks for sharing your wisdom with the world we did get some checks this year we, we did, did get some checks this year this yeah. year has been good we got some checks you guys uh deserve the absolute best things and i wish i could send you something for your wish list too but it will it's been a pretty tough month uh and these exchange rates don't play man it's cool i don't want anybody to feel obligated we don't take it personal we do appreciate y'all that do and appreciate y'all that think about it right if you five stars i tell people five stars that's how you pay us in five stars if you know you ain't got it put five stars on it and i will be just as happy yeah and i think zinzi left us a five star review so thank you, you baby um from now though i'm sending you all my love and appreciation not thoughts and prayers ha p.s sorry for the long email don't worry about it with love zinzi this is my middle name and i often use it because it's easier for people to now pronounce thank all you. right cool well thank you zinzi we appreciate you it's very nice of you mm-hmm. um it's such a nice show miss stacy says general lee and healthy roots dear rider karen i'm elated to say that my girlfriends brought bought healthy roots dolls for their daughter and granddaughter hey i swear to link uh i'll share the link anytime i can now for episode 1806 i absolutely hollered i was a big fan of dukes of hazard years later when i watched episodes uh when it aired on cmt i saw all the defaults of the show being a woke uh adult and i know there are many shows that were problematic so i don't dwell on that fact if that if uh it was what it was love you too happy holidays regards miss stacy thank you Uh, thank you and uh you know what dog i absolutely watch old problematic shit all the time i just i understand that uh i don't live my life based off of that shit but yep sometimes i'm like mm, this was fucked up back then but living color was funny it uh, was. was but uh, you couldn't do it today Mm-mm. everybody stop asking for a reunion you don't want that you just think you do correct <clears throat> we are adults and this is ridiculous episode 1811 <laughs> so girl miss martikin she says hey love you guys b i'm not part of the barty gang i do like a few of her singles i don't particularly find her lovable or genuine 100 percent of the time she was just <gasps> human i want people to leave her alone let this woman be if she is not mad at sir set first name off um 
then we won't then we don't have to be i do understand and respect that people are triggered by his actions but but they are projecting a lot of their experiences onto the relationship and their reality these people are entertainers who live a completely different life than most of the general general public she does not work at a bank he did not show up to her teller station this is a woman who routinely acted a plum fool when she was on reality tv what is acceptable and what is not in her world is her business who who are me to judge i think that label and sir set abusive is triggering for many black men because it echoes how the world sees them as thugs and overly violent um that is absolutely um true because i and i'm not saying for me but uh i've i've listened to other podcasts with black men on it and they you know do feel sensitive to the idea of being the face of domestic violence and stuff now i feel like for me personally the solution to that is to call out the other black men that are doing these things and the culture that enables us doing this shit and um not giving any excuses to that so i you know but a lot of black men don't get to that level they just go um you know i feel attacked and i'm the victim and fuck y'all then if it's fuck me then fuck y'all you know correct though i may think his actions are emotionally manipulative the threshold for abuse is hazy but when comparing to someone in that family getting killed uh does not recognize that there are many shades and a graded approach to what abusive is <laughs> that man you saying it better than i did uh should have let you do the show him showing up like that he proposed in public and she liked that it's not the same as cussing her out or beating her i can't and won't cake for the ashy but when we say that abuse is that this is abuse it cannot be overlooked that there are some parallels to calling black men thugs just like just call them niggers uh when the world has sold us rom-coms and romantic gestures in a media slash art but seems uh but when someone does it they get put in the same category as ike turner sir set uh seems dumb and full of cum and an idiot cheating is hurtful and emotionally damaging and i don't know that i would say it is abusive or not because i'm just unsure i do not know i do know i wish the best for young culture and lady b and i hope she is um she's in on it and then people get mad and leave her alone (laughs) yeah that would be hilarious i i really don't want anything bad to happen to cardi or or whatever like i do worry that if this is some type of gimmick she gonna end up catching uh, a lot of people who were they were like i had your back and i've been talking all this shit and now you back with this nigga and uh y'all saying it was just some type of stunt um i can see people being upset by her if she if that was the case i don't know what is the case as you said i don't know um and all the stuff you brought up that's kind of gray area or different or whatever is that was not you were not able to even say something like that on social media like um and i didn't even make any of those points about black men don't want to be thugs and shit because you know i really that wasn't even what something i was thinking about Mm-mm. um but i have heard other black dudes express that like damn like i like that was not an act of him trying to harm her that was the act of him trying to get back with her that being said um you can still harm somebody even when you don't mean to and you can still Correct. uh all those people that aren't in a relationship can still be reminded of all the men that showed up in places they weren't supposed to be mm-hmm. after being told not to be places and told no and stuff yes, and all sir. that now they don't have like restraining orders or anything so i don't know how serious this has gotten but um <clears throat> that's a lot you know it's just crazy because i keep thinking of love and hip-hop stories and i like every time i think of this shit i'm like kirk had a whole ass other baby you know that baby real 
you know what i mean like he had a whole ass other baby and they stayed together and you know everybody like kind of hates his guts but then also they kind of just go well that's love and hip-hop like we don't have long conversations based off of that shit yeah babies look lakita says yeah he this is crazy all like all these people treat each other like shit on these shows you know and then i guess it's hard for me to define like where is the line when we've seen cardi do foul shit but then somehow we want to talk pause it right here at this moment and go all right now see clearly she is above this kind of shit and i can't believe this will happen to her and i'm like uh she kind of dabbles in and out of this shit too like is that wrong to to say like you like i don't know i don't know but okay uh see on voter id people are knowingly racist even when it is so implicit that they delude themselves the people that you described and the old poor black poor people people don't care about them true no they don't that's why they pass these fuck ass laws d i bet marshall ali didn't say bruh in his apology to that man's family yeah i'm pretty sure he didn't e your commentary on lady b sir said and young culture was nuanced and i appreciate it and f refer back up to a which was i love you guys pete bless up thank you thank you i appreciate y'all man because i've been in my head about this shit all week and karen can tell you we've had many dinners i've been like so what about this angle am i saying it like this kind of way or you know and karen's just kind of you know karen's a little bit more like man fuck these niggas than i am uh <laughs> like i'm like well they could have a point karen's like them niggas are tripping they're projecting don't even worry about that shit um which i absolutely appreciate but you know i try not to just use be like well this fits my agenda fuck y'all but right it was so funny that sometimes on certain topics it's completely the opposite so it just varies on what yeah. it is but i appreciate uh all the people especially you karen um because i know i've been talking about this a lot this week and, oh and i don't mind talking with you yeah um all right look we did get things in the mail let's talk about them yay uh allegra and mariano sent us some showery's birds they are in the uh refrigerator right now they are delicious yes i opened up the refrigerator and i see some cherry berries and i came in here and i was like who is this other woman that you sent some berries to there ain't nobody but sure uh shari done sent me some birds uh as we say down south sure birds uh but yeah uh we've eaten some and they were deliciously chocolate coated uh, thank you and they're so gorgeous um we got some cards too let's see uh who this one's from uh Al. merry christmas it says on the front with a big white christmas tree for white power yeah. <laughs> and a happy <laughs> and a happy new year rod and karen two of my favorite people much success and happiness to you in the uh coming year i'm so proud of you and i can't wait to see what's next tiffany aka cala beauty aka boss geekery hey thank you thank you some more cards to put in my drawer full of cards we do have a lot of cards yeah we do i hold on to all of them I tell y'all be grandma oh this one's like an envelope like a like a melon size Ooh, it has a yoda on the background oh shit wait is this from allegra and um mariana too let me see um open this bad boy up wow they're so thoughtful this is like recyclable paper and shit saving the trees marry everything it says and on the inside it says wishing you marry everything this season with love allegra and mariana you guys oh thank you you sent the berries and then this you didn't have to but i know the, the berries i'll be like oh it's a fine piece of art crunch mm-hmm. all right this is beautiful in my mouth <laughs> yes in my mouth 
uh we got another one let's see coming from new york yeah, oh, our girl tanya yay oh look at this little mouse sleeping on some presents and stuff y'all oh. says rod and karen wishing you a ha- a warm and snugly cozy happy holiday have a very merry christmas and a wonderful new year it was so great to be able to attend the live show this year the blackout tips fans are awesome i've never seen an event uh like that where complete strangers just uh started talking to one another you both rule all the best tanya thank you and you you know you do make a good point everybody was like well we all know we like rod and karen so let's talk and i love that about you guys it was dope and nobody even got punched in the face like shout Mm -hmm. out to my people that wanted to punch people in the face and said i respect rod and karen enough not to do it y'all are real mvp yes y'all are don't get it twisted um a gift for you to my favorite podcasters a little something to make rise adventures cooking easier have a merry christmas happy prosperous new year this is from jane y'all y'all will not believe what she got me my niggas i got electronic salt and pepper grinders yeah i was like "Ooh, this is fancy i don't know like you must really love me because uh on my um you know i cook a lot now mm-hmm. and on my <laughs> i put a picture on my instagram and my facebook that was like um man my delicate wrists are hurting from this fucking these pepper grinders and yes. salt grinders the things hurt <laughs> like i don't know about this and, and you I was, get only a little bit because there's nothing like fresh cracked pepper i'm not even right. gonna lie it just tastes so much better than food and i was asking people for solutions i was like man what can i do about this because this shit hurts and i'm not getting enough pepper or salt out of these things Mm-mm. and they was like uh you can change the the, the uh, thing on the inside and i'm like that didn't really work my hands still hurt and then finally um they were like you can get electric one i was like i'm gonna add it to my wish list and see if somebody get it and somebody did appreciate Yay. you thank you for thinking about us and he has been cooking more thank you for being a friend yes simone says happy holidays rod and karen great shows i get introduced to new candles too y'all are the best hope you enjoy the small token appreciation enjoy the smell goods i'm trying to think oh yo this is from last week okay the banana butt the banana butt banana nut bread candle Mm. uh Mm. smell my nuts um these nuts uh we appreciate those okay um absolutely um we got oh wait i got two more cards before i get to this one all right let me open this one up yeah if y'all still want to send us cards go on to blackoutwhotips.com click on about us and it has our mailing address i'll put our show note put in the show notes one more time and that'll probably be it for the year uh happy holidays with some marshmallow snowmen and on the inside says wishing you absolute joy wishing you absolute joy this holiday season congrats on all your success you deserve by samantha thank you samantha thank you we appreciate you that's adorable little card i love these cards all right um one more one day i'm gonna go through got two more yeah one day i'll go through that drawer and kind of organize right now they just kind of all in the little drawer together oh my girl bae coco cutie look at her oh girl you is everything i be liking all the pics i'm not even gonna lie come on man cutting on these hoes like i don't care how many booty models i follow on instagram i always have a like for you okay come on don't ever don't ever let it slip who's important to loved ones from man thank you so much 
yes she had like a professional photo shoot yes she did stunting on these fools oh i'm sorry i meant to open this one first all right so then we got this it's wrapped up in the amazon gift thing happy holidays right and karen great shows and i get introduced to candles too oh, okay so simone this is from this week okay i read yours already let me open it up and see what's in it i guess i hadn't opened it yet you might have to do the outside thing oh, first. i got this yeah. oh, I, trust me i know how to open up some i know how to secure the bag if you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> all right it is a white box y'all we got a white box all right let me see what's inside the white box oh sniggity these nuts oh i can't believe you got us these nuts that's what we wanted a we D's wanted nut these candle. nuts oh and it's banana bread flavor okay so this is mm, almost smell like banana banana pudding that smells good mm. and you know what's funny ironically during this show the candle i always burn a candle when we do the show guys mm-hmm. during this show my candle went out you must have known it's like <laughs> It's like you guys really get me um all right i'm about to light up the new candle right now you too. go right on ahead um and then we got one more thing actually two more but i said you can do two more things too. oh you want me to do yours yes. all right but i ain't get you nothing yet oh i don't care okay but uh your gift is in the um your gift is in the um in the apartment office oh damn they closed i guess tomorrow okay it's tomorrow christmas eve no okay cool so i guess tomorrow we can get it um meow christmas and a purry new year sending our best wishes to a wonderful holiday and great 2019 to ride and karen thank you for all your hard work and for inspiring me snarky licious this is the uh this is the cat oh mm-hmm. and then let me open up this tin inside the tin is mm, something that smells good some snacks or something ain't got some got some type of flower um some type of uh herb in here oh oh yes oh we got some chocolate brownie treats up in here mm. oh, i'm talking about delicious Didn't you get a little thing too what was it um you gave us that bacon last time bacon you get a what jam something. oh and she gave us speaking of bacon she gave us bacon jam okay that's what it was okay she gave us that chocolate coat bacon last time we was in mm, uh, seattle mm. I mm. thank you we thank appreciate you. you we do um and uh i think that's oh and then the last thing mm-hmm. i'll go ahead and open this now karen yes yeah, since you were already i thought that's why you put it over in the first place my bad Mm-mm, it's fine open this last box oh snap this is exactly what i needed i got the bevel trimmer okay um the same hair the same hair utensil that cut barack obama's infamous presidential mane come on Mm -mm -mm come on Finally. so so in an indirectly way you've had you got to touch barack obama i'm moving into the it's a wireless it has four hours worth of power in it i've moved into the motherfucking 22nd century come on, on wireless uh they not gonna know what hit them okay thank you baby you're welcome uh all right guys that is us that is it 
um we i think we're doing one episode this week, week we might then, do tomorrow and then take the rest of the week off yeah, and possibly all the way to the end of the year yeah um thank you for everybody that took the time out to whether you sent us stuff wrote us stuff hung out with us in the mm-hmm. chat uh left feedback yeah. or whatever yeah thank you thank guys. you um all right we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>